0: Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know.
1: It's your boy, o. Rain. real name, no games, no gimmicks.
0: Yo, it's the motherfucking fake podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with the other goddamn thing you want to talk about, coming to you live, direct, proof, concept, studios. What's good?
1: It's going well. Great week so far. Great week? Uh, I've been watching a lot of TV okay. recently. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of trash TV. <laughs> okay. And I've been loving it.
0: What, what what kind of trash TV? Um, you
1: know, oh God, it gonna be some UK Love Island. Love Island? Jesus, <laughs> have you started yet? Have what, you watched UK Love Island? Yeah. Who said I was gonna start that? Didn't we? We talked about it last yeah, week. Yeah, no, we
0: talked that you watched it. I never said I was gonna participate.
1: Oh, I thought I thought when we talked about it, I did not I say like watch like one episode or something like that, and then tell me if you like it.
0: I don't know what the hell you said. I, I'm not watching it. What it
1: is. You should. It's it's <laughs> Absolutely it's. Not. it's Interestingly addictive no, man, and yeah. and entertaining in a good way. I, I, I challenge definitely. you to step out of your comfort zone. Hey, uh, shout uh, out
0: to JP and Nadia. uh They know gets, they get this reference. uh I don't believe you.
1: How about this? A twenty four produced it. Now you'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, now you'll watch. yes you would did. yeah.
0: <laughs> Otherwise there'd
1: be some weird ass shit going on. There um, is. But anyway, how's your we going? Uh,
0: my week's going pretty good. Um, the week's going good, but the day is going, uh, it's one of those weird ass days, dude. Um, it's one of those weird ass days where you don't like, nothing's really wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just not going well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not like it's the end of the world or anything, but it's not going well. Uh, so that, that's what today is for me. I, I started out, um, we I'm working on a project and, um, I wasn't able to. Usually, every day I wake up, or most days I wake up, and you know I spend a couple hours in the morning working on a project. And so I woke up this morning to work on it. Woke up late because I saw Green Night. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little later. Um, I watched it, but it was at nine thirty at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like a late night, and then I had to get, I had to flip it and get up dumb early. Um, How early is early? Usually, I wake up right around six thirty okay um, that's pretty early yeah uh to, to start writing but i didn't wake up until like 8 30 8 45 mm. and so i was already kind of pissed and heated about that
1: I mean, yeah yeah when I you feel like down. you've lost time and yeah you, you don't know? feel as productive you absolutely know? so i sat down to try to like um to to
0: write a little bit and it just wouldn't that ideas weren't hitting me as they usually readily do you know and so and i'm stuck at this one point where i just it's it's just hard to progress past this one particular part that i'm working on it's a, it's a hard part anyways just not not the best you know okay but, you know it is what it is um according to our viewers uh shout out to uh shout out to rachel uh and anybody else who's watching uh our volume is a little low
1: let's turn that shit up,
0: yeah, yeah well, that's what I'm trying to do uh you guys let me know in the chat if uh if, if that is per your your uh what do you call it per your wish per your
1: yeah, I don't know what you're trying to say <laughs> <laughs> speaking a whole new language there but dude i know what you mean like uh those times throughout the week where it seems like the day is going by slowly and it's like chaotic and messy but your week is still going by quickly which is which is you know it's hard to get a a grasp of, of time when it when it moves like that
0: yeah dude and um so so yeah, it's just it's 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 been an interesting day, um, but again, like the week's going kind of fine. Um, in fact, we, I would say even going well. Uh, it's fucking
1: Wednesday it. already. I don't even remember what happened on Monday or Dude, Tuesday. These, these weeks are absolutely flying by, like just flying by. What, what do they say? What's the saying about like how time moves in the summer? Um, there's a there's a really good saying. It's like what is it like summer days. Uh, you fuck I think we said it last week didn't we <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: my memory's like dogs day. dog days of summer or something like that dog day afternoon I don't know that's the, that's <laughs> the <only laughs> wasn't thing wasn't it, it was either you or Addy that Probably said it yeah, last yeah. time it was like dog yeah dog days of summer we're talking about like how like the time moves in the summertime like something like the days are long but the but summer goes by quickly as huh crazy as that may sound
0: yeah i don't know what the hell you're talking about you're speaking a different language
1: (laughs) no no no, it's a thing it's a thing i'm pretty sure Uh, i'm pretty sure it was addy who said it
0: then uh well shout out to addy uh yeah he's got a better mind for all that shit than me um look uh, i i want to i want to waste no time here uh the first thing i want to talk about man um is uh so um we talk about this week, next week. Uh, so I wanted to kind of spend just a, a little bit of time talking about some stuff that I've got going on this week as far as like TV and film go. Uh, we're going to talk about The Green Knight here in a little bit. I'm very excited to talk about it. I don't know about you, but I'm very excited to to get out some of my thoughts on, on the movie. But before we do, I wanted to chop it up about the other things that I'm watching this week. The okay. main thing I've been watching this week is uh, Westworld. Um, so I never really got into Westworld. world. I, I watched like the first two episodes, I think, and I was like, this shit is stupid. I'm not watching it. And then I just promptly stopped watching it. But I've been kind of like I, I when I work now, I have some time to just throw something on in the background and kind of have it playing as I'm like doing other shit. So as I'm w- looking through the shows of like my catalog, everybody's got their list of shows they've been trying to get, like get to. Yeah. Uh, Westworld was always kind of at the top of that list of like, all right, everybody keeps talking about it, and I just gotta you know check it out. Uh I don't really see what the big deal is, dude. Not I've, that good. I've, I've gone through most of season one. I think we're riding up on the on the end of season one here, and it's good, but it's not like it's not like i'm watching game of thrones like you could see why they don't nobody really talks about it in the same breath as like game of thrones like you can yeah. see why westworld is on
1: uh hbo, HBO. right HBO. Yeah, yeah. yeah same
0: network um uh so my my big beef with it is that it um all of the surprises it's got like those m night shenlon type of like surprises where it's like oh <gasps> Oh, this thing's revealed that you thought was one thing at the beginning, but now it's completely different. And after like the first or second one, you're kind of like, Oh, I kind of see these coming now. Like I, I kind of thought that this was going to happen. And sure enough, that, that thing that you thought was going to happen. happened. It's like
1: projecting
0: too much. Uh, Uh, I I don't know if it's projecting so much as it's, it's, it's supposed like revelations of like this is like, Oh, like, that's not really like when you think about it, it's not really that big of a reveal. It's. Yeah, okay, that, that yeah. checks out. You know, it's not like this is earth shaking. But even even if it was like earth shaking, it's like, yo, like a couple of those per season, okay. But if you if like every episode something happening that's like, oh shit, this changes the entire complexity, it's just like I don't I don't think you should be relying on that. I think that should be like part of the story, but not like the story, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. if you're needing to like fucking trip everybody into believing one thing and then tossing another thing and then it just changes the complexity of it. It's like I don't know if that's the way to do business. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's that's good long term. That's good for maybe like, if you're running along some storylines, you're like I gotta, I gotta figure this out real yeah. quick this week. You know, then all right, throw in some throw a little monkey many, wrench
1: in there. How many seasons is Westworld?
0: Uh three so far. I think there's. More, where there's where are you at in, in the show? Um, uh, I'm just about to end season one.
1: Okay, what is your like? When, when do you? What is your stopping point for a show? Is it like I'll you'll it's, finish it's, out a full season yeah, and then it's, it's not a bad show. I, mm-hmm. I
0: guess maybe I want to clarify. It's not. A, it's not a bad show. It's just I don't think I, I think there's a reason why it's not talked about in the same light as all the other great shows, right? Is because it's. It, I feel like it wants to be a great show, but it's just <laughs> it's not quite there. You know, it's like you know. You know, you think you're doing a good job at work, but then like your review comes in, you're like, oh, OK, well, <laughs> apparently not. Apparently I was not doing that. Great. You know, um, but you feel like you are in real time. And 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 uh, I believe it's M. Night Shyamalan for uh, for for those watching, Rachel. Um not Shyamalan, Lama, Lama, whatever you 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 you, you say there. Um, but uh, and speaking of uh, M Night Shyamalan, I actually wanted to watch old because uh, I just I want to see what the twist is because
1: I know it's gonna be something stupid. So here is what I did this weekend. uh Oh, I went to a doubleheader
0: matinee. I saw oh, both shit.
1: the Green Knight. COVID was like, oh my dog. Not, Listen, <laughs> man, we, we vaccinated. I made sure. Delta don't care. Delta, no, no, that's not. Delta's I, like, vaccine. I had the motherfucking uh, censor. that, uh, like, remember they used to wear it in the early days of Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> yeah, the, I the, the tell, yeah, I could tell. Yeah. I was like, reading people's body temperatures. The vaccine
0: was like, treated you like, uh, what's his name? Um, who's my dude? Drake!
1: Uh, like, Soldier, Soldier Boy? Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> vaccine. <laughs> but, not, like, luckily, um, well, I mean, who knows, right? Maybe, maybe somebody in there had it. But luckily, like the the two showings that I went to were not packed at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there. I think you know, there are people who like sat next to us, but like not. It just it just wasn't full. There was lots of space for everybody. I think they changed up the seating arrangements in the theater, mm-hmm. so I felt really comfortable going. Yeah. Um, but I saw the Green Knight and I also saw Old. What do you think of Old?
0: Oh, I almost want you to ruin it for me, but I, I kind of don't. Is it is it worth it? Probably not.
1: It is. Yeah, yeah, no. It's definitely worth it. Definitely, definitely worth it. it it's good. I'm glad I saw it. And um, you're just saying that because I, I I'm very
0: pessimistic about it. So you're just saying oh, it's really,
1: it's no. There, there's nothing I didn't like about the movie. The only thing I will say though, it's <laughs> that it's a terrible movie. <laughs> that it, it, it there's no like thrill or excitement factor. There there was no there was no point in the movie where I was like. You know excited or there was like oh shit i don't i don't know what's gonna happen next there's no like um you know those like high adrenaline pumping moments really? it's really just like i would say it's flat all the way through but it's consistently good all the way through from beginning from beginning to end Huh? that's an interesting take yeah
0: okay um yeah but anyways i just want to get up uh, that off my chest about west world uh it's kind of just mediocre yeah. okay but, like, high-end mediocre, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, based off of the production value and everybody that they've got involved with it, all the actors.
1: Uh, stellar cast, but it's kind of just okay, uh, as far as, like, the story goes. But, in any event... Um, yeah, I've never met anyone who, like, if ever they were putting together a top five list of their favorite shows or show that they were watching had Westworld had on it. That's there, very yeah. true. Yeah, it's always kind of just middle of the pack. Um, Unless that person is, like... One of the creators of the show, and you just you just so happen to be talking to them at like a coffee shop, and they just, and like, they, they happen one. to bring it up randomly, like, "What are your top five favorite shows?" Just to see if you put Westworld they got like in a there, fucking bracket that they, yeah. Can, well, look, what what's on there? I guess. You know? And they go first. They're like, "Well, number one for me is Westworld." You. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, moving on to some other shit that, that's popping off this week. Look, there's there's people who you know get into the drug game. And they're just all about flipping shit, right? How can I make this 20 into 40? How can I make that forty and eighty? So on and so forth, right? You know, and I and I think you said uh last week that um, you know, what'd you say last week? You said a good line, like, damn, I just got a text message and it just emptied my brain of what I was gonna bring up a good example of what you
1: said last week. In regards to like this show that you're mentioning, right? Uh...
0: Uh, it was it's not a show that I'm gonna be mentioning, but uh it was like something like Something about drug game. I don't know. I forget exactly what it is. Anyways, um, but there's there, there something I probably people... was dropping bars last week. You gotta remember my <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> Damn, or it was that week that I just forgot. You do. Um uh but uh there's some there's some professions that you know you, you get into and you need to know, or was it you? either and this is what I was gonna say, and I can't actually remember if it was you or, or not last week, but either I read something or maybe you said something about like Oh, like there's like a, you know, a lot of the drug dealers are, uh, they're considered great businessmen in, term, in terms of like the what they understand about business, you know, um, and uh, and so I, you know, I'm starting to think that Reese weatherspoon she might be in the drug business. How so? She flipped the fuck out of her business. She she just uh closed a deal, um, for, her her production for not production company. Movie. Okay, she sold. No, no, she sold her production company. Uh, was it Blackstone? Uh, let's see. Uh, let me let me read from this article here. Oscar-winning uh actor, or I guess actress, or maybe they're just going with the actor on purpose. But uh, fiction mega influencer and the brains behind a highly specific and wildly type uh, of prestige TV drama that has dominated the small uh small screen, Weezer Brotherspoon, uh, for the uh, past half decade has just sold her production company, Hello Sunshine, to investment giant Blackstone for nine hundred million dollars
1: now no. how much of does it say how much of the production company that she owned i think she just owned it outright owned it outright.
0: It's, it's literally her production company um, really i think she, and i think she still is retaining interest in the production company um it's like 18 percent or something like the that the
1: fuck did that happen yeah.
0: what what in has the this dr- company The
1: drug game heavy what has this company, so that's the equivalent of like selling your like pipeline, right? You know, yo, you like just sold
0: it all. You're,
1: a ton, like, or, or you're it. like, your traffic, Or your, your like logistics network, right? Yeah. Of like, hey, like this is how we get these 500 kilos a day yeah. into into Florida or, or Texas. Yeah, I think she called Ghost. She was like, Ghost, what's the moves, Yeah, kid? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do I move this pack? <laughs> let, let me back. be your new connect. Lobos is dead. <laughs> I can supply all of New York City. Yeah, she's supplying
0: all of New York City right now. But dude, she she flipped the pack, dude. Um, so yeah, it says here she's still uh with a stake of at least 18%, and sh- she still sits on the seat of the board. Um and she she had a personal profit of about 400 amps Jesus. Deal. Yo, she's got a back
1: oh yeah yeah i gotta, shout out to I her. gotta listen i, gotta, I don't gotta, like any of her, her movies. movies i don't even like her in the show that we're watching um the uh <laughs> the, morning the, the morning show but yeah, yeah. shout out to her
0: yeah yeah she she came up on a on a, on a bag my dude um yeah, I can't, I can't complain at all uh, about that, dude. She, yeah, she's doing a damn thing, man. But I, but I just wanted to give a quick shout out to her. Role.
1: There have been a few interesting deals like that that have happened recently. Um, so I was uh, reading this thing. So Jennifer Garner, uh, I guess, there, you know, a lot of these, like, I wouldn't consider her like an A-list actress, right? Um, but I guess she's you been. You Jennifer Garner A-list? No, no. That's fair. No. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was arguing. <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
0: well, but, but you know
1: what? Who, are, who the fuck are
0: we to be talking about who who are A-list actors or actresses?
1: We're people with opinions. <laughs> right? Everyone has them. <laughs> They're like assholes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite sayings. <laughs> um, so apparently she signed a deal with... Uh, Uh, it's just like a new partnership deal with Netflix where she will star in and produce like a number of films um, including a sequel for her um, that that movie that she did yesterday um, as well as like a a few like sci-fi projects she has a um, project called like she has a a sci-fi film called The Adam Project coming out with like Ryan Reynolds, Zoe, Saldana, Mark Ruffalo which sounds like a pretty good cast right there. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is a pretty big deal as far as I understand. I'm not sure what the exact numbers are but uh, what the fuck has Jennifer Garner been like <laughs> doing behind the scenes that we don't know about? Mm-hmm. To where she's like making these like multi-year, multi-million-dollar deals with with Netflix. Uh, shout out to her, happy for her, um, but. Like, we just don't see them on the screen, right? So as an actor and actress, if we don't see you on the screen, it's easy to think that you're not doing things. But, you know, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Garner, apparently they're still making a lot of heavy moves behind the scenes.
0: But I mean, you know, I think a lot of people are making moves behind the scenes, like almost... Every like mainstream like actor or actress, they have like a production company because they what they the, the jigs up for for all these like running out and just begging everybody, can I be in your movie? <laughs> yeah, you just let me be in your movie. It's like man, fuck that. I'll make my own shit. How about that, man? We can we can get it coming and going. You know, not only am I going to get paid as actor or actress, but I'm going to you know receive certain profits on the back end because you know whether I'm directing or I'm producing or whatever the case is, you're, you're getting it coming and going. You know,
1: uh, yeah. Who, who can blame them for that? You know, so. Now I'm just waiting for Lindsay Lohan to like partner with like Hulu for like 11 billion dollars to show, create show, like show, content, show, show do 12 more movies about she whatever. That
0: pretty pretty immediately. Right? <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm like I'm acting as if I fucking know Lindsay Lohan. I don't know if she can be smart as fuck for all I know.
1: See like again, and these are the things where like we don't see the actors or actresses on the screen, so it just kind of seems like they're not doing anything. But I, she might be the next Marvel villain. I don't think that's going or to happen, DC Villa not Marvel. it wouldn't be it wouldn't I, be Marvel be, way, I don't she might that. be the next DC she might be in suicide squad. Yeah,
0: I, either way, I, I don't <laughs> think that's gonna work. Uh, all right, so so let's let's run through this real quick uh, for the films that are coming out this week and, and next week, dude. I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad. I heard yes. great things about it. Uh, that, I don't know if about the theater because it's definitely coming on HBO Max, so I
1: might have to just sit this one out. Yeah, if it's and, coming out on HBO Max, As out, much yeah. as I'd love to see a movie like this in how theaters, would,
0: oh, well, we'll talk about this at, at the end of Knight, But I'm curious, how, like, what? Because this is the first movie that that, that I set, out. Uh, although I guess you you went for. That. (laughs) you went for the money shot with two back
1: yeah i figured i'm already there i'm already exposed (laughs) to the delta variant so it's like i might as well stay a while yeah fair enough
0: uh so yeah we got suicide squad coming out this week very excited for that uh free guy next week uh which i've heard good things about as well uh as well as uh respect the aretha franklin um biopic
1: biopic biopic what what do we what do we land on for that again biopic Biopic. that's that's biopic sounds weird but, it, but that's literally what it is biography picture right isn't it yeah but lasagna also has a g in it. we don't say that we don't pronounce <laughs> the g right okay biopic <laughs> uh
0: anyways um so yeah that that's what we got uh, going on this week and for next week uh let's just do let's just jump into this shit man i really want to get into uh uh this green knight conversation whoops that is not the green knight there um we don't need a lower third for that um but let's let's get into it man um we watched uh the green knight which uh was directed of course by uh, david lowry uh written by Lowry as well uh, unless i'm mistaken uh, maybe i am mistaken wasn't Lowry? yeah david he wrote it as well uh, starring dave uh, dave i've been watching like random things about the movie and everybody calls him dave patel it's deaf. It's yeah, that, I say It's deaf. not it's not I don't think it's that hard unless I'm mistaken. Hey, sorry Dave if I'm getting that wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's deaf It's yeah, D-E-V. I mean D E V. Yeah, it's pretty simplistic. But I mean people and people have their names pronounced different ways like I, you know and I'm not a stranger to that fact. Um but anyways, uh starring Dev Patel, Alicia um Vikander, um Joe uh, Edgerton. That's a hard name to pronounce, I'm not going to lie, Edgerton because it's like you just want to say edge Edgerton. But it's Edgerton uh, is how how that's uh, yeah that's.
1: also how it's spelled <laughs> no it's, it's pretty that and Dev
0: uh, pretty straightforward yeah. uh, along with Sean Harris man it's uh, so a great the film dude um what what do you think what do you think about the movie man talk to me
1: ah oh, man I um yeah and I know you it. I was right. not as pleased mm. as I thought I would be. Mm the trailer really for me kind of like set this movie up it the trailer was stunning um you know It is kind of both like they're like the mythical shit with some action with like you know obviously this like medieval setting um a great cast everything about the trailer for me made me feel like this movie was going to be um As excited as the trailer made me, I felt like the movie is going to, like, over-deliver on that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, I think the trailer was more exciting than the movie itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Throughout the course of this movie, there were a lot of moments that, to me, just felt kind of, like, flat. Like, a lot of those really, like, dark, somber moments, those long conversations, those, like, anti-climactic moments throughout the film. You know, obviously, a long Sir Gawain's journey um, that... I feel like I rarely was there a moment in this film where I, like, I found that like spark like, oh, wow, like this is exciting. Like, I'm leaning forward in my seat. Like what's going to happen next? Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. This movie just didn't like, you know, bring me to life.
0: Yeah. Um, so for, for everybody who's wondering out there, uh, so, you know, uh, bless your heart if you haven't watched the movie. Spoiler alert. Uh, we are definitely going to talk about uh, uh, a lot of spoiler heavy things uh, with the film um, so uh, for those who aren't initiated uh, the movie is based off of a uh, basically like a 14th century um, uh, this sort of like poem um, called Sir Gawain uh, and it's, it's apparently it's not Gawain because that's how it was pronounced in the movie but it's for uh, Gawain I believe Uh, I said Gawain. Yeah, in the movie is how they pronounce it. But every time, like, like there's people who like noticeably like go out of their way to be like, "Uh, they pronounce it Gawain in the movie, but I want to pronounce it Gawain. Fuck those people. Yeah. Um, But uh, Sir Gawain and the uh, and the Green Knight and so basically it's it's and and if you didn't know this going into it it would be very fucking hard to pick it up because they literally don't even talk about it like at all uh during the movie which is this is uh, has to do with uh the king arthur uh sort of mythic uh,
1: yeah uh so sir Gawain is king arthur's nephew correct right yeah uh as as we
0: uh you know so so far as we, as we know it um to be um so uh so basically uh, Gawain is King Arthur's nephew and he um, he he's like a dude who like at the beginning of the movie they set you up where like you know he's uh, King Arthur's like hey why don't you come over here and talk to me and he's like well tell me about a tale about you and he's like I ain't got shit to report fam I'm a pretty simple dude uh, uh and Gawain is basically just like a drunk he's he's kind of a knight but not really like I guess he's a knight maybe in name but not
1: there's and like nothing spirit
0: like knighted about yeah. him like he doesn't he doesn't really feel like a knight or seem like a knight um and so he he's just like drunk and kind of just stumbling through life and then uh all of a sudden as they're all sitting around this like round table having dinner or whatever christmas dinner or some shit um uh fucking this! this green jolly jolly green giant just shows up and is like what's
1: fam first of all how did he get into the crib <laughs> they just like, opened the door from they like... had no ring doorbell like none of that she, there was no home security Yo, system the motion detection in the, the king's all like in <laughs> it wasn't that like the, the the fucking king was there you yeah, think yeah. they would want to protect the king a little bit yeah and they and didn't and even the lock was the door sickly too so you did yeah, like, fuck. yeah 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 you
0: you, you definitely want to look out for the king because he was looking like he was leaning he
1: was the, either he the he was king 100 percent. 100% had the Delta variant, one hundred percent. He was thinking was the Delta variant or was it lean? Was he
0: was he on Both. the lean?
1: I mean, if he's I had a, if I had a Delta variant, I might as well just you know pour some in that cup, mix that Sprite with that promethazine. Uh, he's got the two cups, right? And oh, he, double, You got, he, a got a double cup. Got a double cup. Got a double cup in the kingdom. You Got a double cup. In the
0: kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah so the green giant just shows up and is like yo fam what's up um you know i see you got these knights here you know maybe one of them can strike me i don't know let's let's just see what's you know what's good with your with your homies and he's like man i ain't doing that shit <laughs> uh, king arthur says this and then um yo know, one creepy ass part was when uh king arthur's wife and i forget uh i guess i could easily look her name up but uh when his wife got like possessed and she was like that shit freaked me the fuck out there were a lot of points in this movie where it just straight up was fucking creepy it was just creepy.
1: what happened when she got possessed
0: she she was like reading the letter
1: oh yeah
0: i was like yo let's let's go ahead and wrap this scene up real quick <laughs> that yeah, shit yeah, freaked yeah. me out um but in any case um so so then like nobody's trying to step up and then gowan just fresh off of just admitting that he has zero stories to tell is like well, fuck it. I guess I'm going to tell this is a story. I'll prove that I'm a brave knight. But I guess he wasn't understanding what the deal was because I'm pretty sure the giant was like, "I'm going to strike you just like you're going to strike me." yo yeah. Like that's he said a, it. From the jump. That's not <laughs> a good deal.
1: Like, why would you make that deal? Yeah, it, it was as if it was. He, if, it's like signing a death row records when suge Knight was like, "Yo, like you got to make ten albums and I get ninety five percent of yeah, all the revenue." He
0: definitely got him with the terms and conditions. Oh though? my god. <laughs> he didn't he
1: he did not read the fine print on that green, contract. Like,
0: immediately, um, so the 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 the, the Green uh, the Green Knight is basically just like, "Yo, fam, um, I'm going to strike you the same that you're going to strike me uh, a year from now." And God was like, what "Whatever." Uh, and then he beheads him, and then the the giant picks up his head. Is like, "See you in a year, son. Yeah. <laughs> and then dips out laughing. <laughs> he literally just dipped out and laughed at him like clown.
1: Yeah, like, that was he's easy. fucking idiot. <laughs> I've been alive 800 years. <laughs> I, what's waiting another one to kill you?
0: Um, and so his, uh, so so really, uh, what I think happened is, is that uh, Gawain's mother, so King Arthur's sister, um, uh, and what was her name? It was uh, fuck, 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 fuck. I, th- I don't know. They just
1: got to listen. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's his mother. This is played by the actress uh, Sarita Chaudhary. Chaudry?
0: Yeah. Uh, but I think she has she actually has like a specific name that I was uh reading about. But uh in any event, um, she's she's actually a witch. Um and she I best uh I guess conjured the the green knight. Um now it they and I love that they did this. They left it in kind of a mystery of whether she did that for Gawain to like have him be like, all right, this is your quest to become like a true knight, or she was just trying to get King Arthur the fuck up out of there one of the two was <laughs> was the scenario and i'm 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 very happy that they don't really like go into detail about what either is cuz yeah. i think it's really good that like okay it's it's your As a viewer, it's up to your interpretation of what you think her motivation was conjuring this Green Knight and doing all this. Yeah, I
1: did enjoy that part of the film. You can really tell that she was like working behind the scenes, but you couldn't tell whether she was like friend or foe. But at the same time, you knew that because you saw those moments where she interacted with Gawain, right? You knew that like she definitely cares for her son. Mm -hmm. But like, is she cooking up some like devilish scheme and her son may, uh, you know, be like have to bear the brunt of whatever's coming next right and like she's just willing to make that sacrifice or is she trying to like in in some way mold him into this great future leader
0: yeah um yeah I, i loved it that they sort of left it really sort of ambiguous that way um but then gawain uh after the years up he's like
1: man fuck alright go we'll do this shit it's so, okay yo <laughs> could you imagine having that on your calendar like yeah. beheaded <laughs> August 5th <laughs> that's tomorrow you're just like oh fuck yo, what would you do like the night before dude
0: I'd I'd dip out i am like alright I'm out of here guys
1: <laughs> I, I guy's mean like, yeah you try and run but I, yeah, I'm definitely okay, I'm, I'm I'm double cupping
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have a blunt I'm gonna have a lean I'm gonna have everything that i I could no i wouldn't do that
0: dude because that's a waste because you're barely gonna remember the fucking you know what's going on Uh,
1: Uh, better than being better than remembering like that tomorrow's it that yeah tomorrow i get beheaded i
0: i I just want to spend the night with like friends family I just want to you know it's like it's like if you i was about to say be on death row but that's definitely not how death road spent you definitely spend it in yourself <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah um but, i mean i would have the day party but the night show would be would get wild <laughs> for sure yeah
0: <laughs> um but so so anyways uh to make a, a long story i guess uh short so godwin he he goes on this journey um, and and I think this is where it gets weird, right? Because a lot of things start happening on this journey that you're just like, whoa, <laughs> how is this happening? Or why is this happening, you know? Um, but I guess we should have been alerted from that since a fucking green giant just shows up out of the blue. is like, what's up, fam? Um, yeah. We probably should have expected some weird things. On.
1: <laughs> One of the things I did enjoy was how, like, you know, obviously this green giant, this green knight shows up and obviously he's like some type of mythical being or creature, right? Um, no one was necessarily surprised by, like, his like appearance or his his, his being, like, what he was. Uh, I guess he's a fucking tree or something like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, well, you know, knowing that this is a part of the, the King Arthur sort of, you know. And, and, I, and what I love, too, man, is that they had so many, like, they had a few different, different characters that were, like, because uh, Merlin was in the movie. But you wouldn't really, again, you wouldn't know it. Uh, he's the dude who had, like, the shit that kind of painted on his face a little bit. Like the old dude who like king arthur would look over to every now and then, be like yo what's up with this man man he's like look at him like nah fam, you don't want to fuck with this um hmm. do you remember that no nah. yeah, it, it's it's so subtle and i and i love that about this movie that they don't make that the feature yeah because easily the king arthur aspect of it could just dominate this entire story but it doesn't at all
1: did you ever read that book growing up king, king arthur, arthur?
0: Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I've read so much different, so many different things involving King Arthur that it's hard for me to, like, remember, like, one specific story. Yeah,
1: dude, I I don't remember. I I know the names. Merlin, King Arthur, and fucking, uh whoever else. I don't know. Sir sure, of makes a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, and I know like the other stories that like are kind of like surrounding like Lancelot and um, yeah. the fucking other guy, but I, I've never read any of these books. <laughs> I think uh, like I just H- trolled up. Yeah. yeah fucking yeah, other Lance guy. Uh, I, yeah. I never read any of the books. Like I was just kind of like, never interested in that type of like nonfiction storytelling. Yeah. So I, I kind of came into this movie um, with like no previous no context. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I did like how like as a, part of this film though like the green giant was just like he wasn't like no one was like, oh my god who is this you know this yeah, guy people just were just like this the, is a part of the world that we yeah. live in and like you know we're just going to tell this story that's good world building
0: you yeah know, because then you set the expectation for the audience like oh this is normalized in this world. yeah so then i stopped weird weird asking
1: questions about exactly. like who the fuck is this guy because so obviously they know him so i'm like oh, okay cool exactly so when you see some fucking giants walking around you're not like uh, fam, <laughs> Yo, those, uh, gi- the, ah, I forgot about those giants. That was a fun part of this. Uh, we're going to get there in a sec. Yeah.
0: Uh, so he goes on this journey and this is where I think, um, uh, this is where I think I didn't understand what was happening as it was happening, but you still sort of get the, like, th- this is why I love the movie. Uh, it's really because of after he left and his journey begins essentially, um, I didn't understand everything that was going on, but by the end of the movie, you get the flavor of it. You don't really understand like the details of it, but you still get the um, you get the emotion of it. You get the uh, you get the idea of it. You know, of yeah. what's going on. Um, and so I think David Lowry was. Uh, he was fantastic and a way to communicate to the audience a message without just beating them repeatedly over the head with it it was super subtle right and by the end of the movie you generally get sort of like what he's going for yeah. even if it wasn't spelled out for you which is like that's a super great balance so I, I sympathize with everything that you said of like it was it's a long movie mm-hmm. and there are long stretches where it's just like yo know, fam can somebody just slap somebody like let's just
1: yeah. <laughs> let's just <laughs> shake things up real quick Tell like, a joke. (laughs) someone needs to get shot right now something needs to be set on fire like give me uh, give me five seconds of excitement then we can go back to this like dark somber note so
0: that's actually one thing i I do want to add they they added in some subtle comedy to it that i thought was actually pretty key like uh so when he first goes off uh first he runs into like the fucking teens who just fucking straight up rob him um and, and so this is where you start building sort of this uh, the heart of what the story is about which is basically he's he's on this quest to prove that he's a knight basically right by standing up or uh or being honorable by you know honoring this agreement that he had with the with the the, the green knight um but there's like nothing that's like really kind of knight about uh, uh, Gawain. Um, so you see on his on the first part of the uh the quest, he fucking gets robbed by <laughs> some fucking just like yeah. teenagers, and it's like, Nigga, you ain't no goddamn night getting robbed by fucking you know these snot nosed ass kids, you know. Um, and so uh, after getting robbed by the kids, uh, he he goes and he uh, rests at this house and this uh, woman shows up at the house and she's like, dude, what are you doing in my bed? And he's like, oh shit, my bad. So he dips out. um, But she's like, uh all right i think it was like some sort of rumor you like you could stay or whatever but i just need you to get my head which uh is at the bottom of this lake now first of all that i don't know if i would take that i, I feel like i just leave you know yeah. i feel like i would and it's dark
1: outside. another bad yeah, deal i wouldn't have made yeah it. yeah he's just really into making terrible deals you know Fucking lake placid uh, must is, is at the bottom now yeah
0: not. he must have worked for enron at some point in time um but uh so goblin goes and gets the head but he says to her he's like i'll get the head but
1: kind of um, get some head pfft. afterward <laughs> she's like a ghost it's like, <laughs> be i don't care A mouth is a mouth
0: <laughs>
1: so, <I don't> <laughs> it's
0: the idea um uh, but he makes the deal with her like okay but uh only if uh he asks her what am i going to get in return now there's nothing that's like night about that um and, and so I, I was like looking it up and it was basically just like there's like these tenets of the things you have to do to become a knight, like the the attributes that you have to have, right? Um, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. But basically, along the way, he just displays how he just doesn't have any of these attributes at all. Yeah. So on each one of the like the, the 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 places that he goes, he it's it's a display of how he's not like um, how he's not like honorable, you know, or doesn't mm-hmm. do the honorable thing, you know, in any of the situations. Like so, for instance, where uh, the the kid just wants the, uh, the uh, teenager he tells him where the chapel is this where the the green knight is and godwin is just like well thanks yeah, and he dips out he's like bitch like i just can you just give me some goddamn coins like yeah i just saved you like there? two
1: days ride <laughs> and, and you're yeah. not
0: trying to uh, break me off here uh, And then Godwin just like tosses a uh, reluctantly tosses a coin and i'm like here fucking bottom feeder
1: yeah um and so, so he doesn't he doesn't display all those things like bravery and kindness and and um you know confidence and all the things that like the the, the character traits that a knight should have right yeah um uh um you trying to find the list
0: yeah i am um here we go so so anyways so so along the way he doesn't display this right which again i love it because it's it's so
1: subtle um and uh, was that the first job interview like becoming a knight (laughs) oh like it hits (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah yeah could you imagine
0: that going out for a job and you're like all right well you gotta you gotta go get beheaded by this yeah, is then like, people
1: were like, you uh, know what, I'm just gonna start to write this yeah. stuff down. Give me that feather pen <laughs> yeah. and a scroll.
0: It's like, I think I'm better at making uh, yeah. swords than I
1: am, you know. And Th- that's <laughs> how the first resume was created. I'm just going to write down, I'm brave. I'm selfless. Uh, you can uh, contact my former employer. To um, validate. Really, like, I would go to the bottom of the lake to get the head. Really? It's just like your yeah. number, though? That's <laughs>
0: you
1: caked <laughs> up. Yeah, I graduated from college.
0: Um so so anyway so he so as he's going on this on this journey he um, after he dips out from the from the lake um, somehow he gets this fox and what I think happened and this is just my opinion I think the the lady of the house um, she turns into the fox or she somehow because the pox, fox just pops out of nowhere at that yeah. point uh, and I I feel like it has something to do with her and she had red hair the fox had pretty prominent um, red hair. I feel like that's pretty normal whore fox, right? Red hair is like normal whore fox. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. That's a normal trait, right? Um, but anyways, um, and so uh so he dips out. Um now he eats these shrooms, right? Uh he's he's getting a little into the psychedelics. Um, and he throws them up. But one would assume and he like at that point he like sees his hand turn into a fucking like, you know, like tree or whatever um so clearly he's hallucinating and then at that point is when we see the giants this is probably one of my deepest fears uh is seeing something as big as that but like not like and and what i loved about it it was so creepy but awesome but still super fucking creepy at the same time here's these giants that you don't know where they're coming from where they're going to but they're just big as fuck but they're not like dangerous which somehow like adds to the creepy. Like, what do you you guys are just guys are just roaming around? I don't have to run from you or anything. It just I don't know whether you're friend or foe. You're just
1: cruising yeah. Through. Just so I really funny. did enjoy that part of the movie. Like <laughs> yeah. visually, it looked great. Um, I, I like how initially you know you'd think I should be afraid of these giants, but they actually turned out to be really friendly. I wonder where they were going though, because
0: yeah, yeah, you know. they they were definitely. Um, I think somebody had the uh, fucking. Somebody had the chronic, you know. Somebody, somebody was. Uh, somebody had the fucking the
1: DJ fucking bees going. Yeah, they were going know? to some day party, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> I would have probably went that route. Like yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck this beheading shit. I'm gonna hit this day party. Yeah, yeah,
0: see what they doing around there. Um, but you know, then they just
1: dipped out. Got even didn't he, like, he? Didn't he? Um, like somewhat travel like with them. Like they were heading in a certain direction. No, he, no, no.
0: So he tried to. Um, he was trying to he, like, yelled at them to be like, hey, take me with you or some shit. Um, and then they were about to dip out or they were about to, I think, let him, let him rot with them, but then, like, the fox was like, get the fuck out of here uh, and just, like, barked at him, and they are just like, all
1: right. Yeah, it
0: right. <laughs> was Yeah. I don't know what's going on. You got a weird-ass fox, but you just barking at me. I'm out of here. Uh, so they dipped out. Uh, so then that's when he shows up to um, to this, like, Lord's house, right, uh, and the Lord is played by Joel, uh Edgerton. Um, and this was like a really, this was, I uh, probably think the, the, to me, the slowest part of the movie, but probably the most telling part of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, the, 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 first of all, the Lord was just, uh, talk about hospitable. He was just, like, Hey, what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. Like, let's just share everything. You know, and it's like, bitch, like, I don't know you like, we can, you know, yeah. um, but, uh, but he's like super hospitable and he has, uh, the, the lady of the house, uh, which is actually So gawain had uh he had like a mistress that he was seeing back back home right uh who's played by alicia
1: vikander yep Essel. Um, yeah essel, played by alicia yeah. vikander uh
0: and uh and so but this lady of the house spitting image uh of essel uh this lady of the house uh who's with joe uh, uh joe uh edgerton um and uh And so I don't know. I don't know exactly what they were trying to say with that of just like maybe she was like the manifestation of like, and then one could say that his entire journey, maybe he was just tripping out on fucking shrooms the entire time and this whole thing is just in his head, you know, maybe it was just all just make believe. Um, That's not necessarily the route that I would go, but I I did find it curious that she looked just like, you know, his his lady back home. Yeah. Um, And then um, things get a little weird because there's a lady who's just in a blindfold there the entire time who doesn't say shit and nobody even like mentions of her yeah um and and she's wearing a blindfold like his mother was wearing a blindfold when she summoned the the green knight
1: um which kind of makes you think that like his mother may have uh, his mother may have been the fox right this like Mm. creature guiding him throughout his journey working behind the scenes his mother may have like inhabited that other woman and like you know she was there in presence but not like in in the physical um that's kind of like what i thought at first or that lady you know man i don't know maybe she's just blind or that was just like you know the fashion back then like man, i do fuck with this blindfold yeah. shit <laughs> yeah. i mean wow. she was she was into like what was the the s&m uh, what was Bondage it stuff. yeah yeah she was man. into some bonded yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Um, and she forgot to take it off she's you know, like how, oh shit like, i didn't no, know uh you know, used to like fucking uh they used to wear like the one the, the band-aids yeah yeah right there,
0: or like how people used to like roll up one of like LL Cool J used to roll up like one of the, the legs. one of the
1: legs yeah yeah, yeah we, why just, uh, yeah. get into
0: the, uh, blindfold they just walk around
1: blindfolded 90s <laughs> fashion is definitely coming back but there's certain shit that shouldn't come back like yeah shit, the LL the yeah. Cool J shit wearing your clothes backwards remember uh, crisscross crisscross yeah snobber that shit back
0: um so anyways so he's he's uh he's like interacting with them and, and basically the lord is just like look I'm going to go out. I'm going to hunt get some food. Uh, I'm going to bring some stuff back. So I'm going to share that with you. But whatever you get in the house, you're going to share that with me. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, well, he's probably either talking about something his wife's going to do or some of the weird ass shit is going to yeah. go on <laughs> here. Uh, and sure enough, um, so uh, and when, his, um, when he was leaving um, uh, home, His mother gave him like this, like basically like a belt kind of thing. It was, you know, uh, green belt. You know, is is is, so I guess what his level was. Yeah, I think she like bedazzled it too. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, she did for sure. Yeah, yeah, she definitely put some 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 rhinestones on there for him. Um, but she gave it to him basically saying like hey nobody can strike you with this so even if you do show up to the green night and he wants to behead you you can't because you're wearing this this belt it's enchanted or some shit like yeah that, right so but the, the, he ends up getting that stolen from the you know the kids end up stealing that from him along with his other shit. uh and uh so he, he's lost it but then um the the lady of the house uh she has one you know a green belt because apparently she's a witch
1: too I don't know how that works, but okay. Amazon uh, next day <laughs> delivery on horseback.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Could you imagine? It's, it's definitely not too dangerous. <laughs> Do you know how fast they would have to be yeah. going <laughs> and how many horses they would have to have in rotation for that? Oh, that'd be,
1: that would be insane Jesus, though.
0: God, what does that factory look like for, for fucking just magical items in
1: the game? It's <laughs> oh, just a big ass <laughs> farm with a lot of really healthy horses. <laughs>
0: Merlin's like you motherfuckers I'm not doing this shit anymore all right I've already enchanted my 8000 <laughs> fucking belt today I'm not doing this shit anymore this those, ain't paying me enough.
1: those Amazon order back orders back that must have been like just insanely simple just like <laughs> You know two th- two glasses of milk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some ibuprofen like I mean, that's it i do you think you get like did they have milk back in the day i don't know they, for- they didn't i mean if you didn't if you were a farmer and you'd raise like fruits and vegetables you probably want to order some milk from the farmer how
0: would you order like what are you going to order off
1: a fucking <laughs> raven <laughs> the raven goes and puts in the order and then in two days ride your milk shows wrong.
0: up <laughs> like, i said oh, strawberries
1: I, I, I didn't ask for like sheep milk that's for cow milk
0: <laughs> I, I, I asked for the fucking uh the oat milk
1: no I returns the milk. They, they did not have returns back then <laughs> no, no,
0: the return policy was definitely trash back then. No. Day. um so, anyways uh so in pro- probably the weirdest scene of the movie uh i don't know if he was jerking himself off or if she was jerking him off or what happened but somehow he nutted on his own hand and she just, damn the most disrespect you could ever give anybody after they nutted you're no knight nah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that hurt my soul like jesus i just had this very intimate experience with you and your first name you say you're no knight. Yeah. Jesus Christ, can you imagine?
1: Man, listen, Yo. Sir Drake once said, <laughs> yeah. I don't care if she's won a Grammy, I'll treat her like a nominee. One time is fine with me. <laughs> 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 I don't even know if he had sex with her though. But uh, I, I would have been mad though. Like, you know, even though it's my nut, it's just, I still all of my clothes. Like, you should have did something with that.
0: <laughs> why is it on me? Well, well, yeah, that's why I think he was like jerking himself off. But, Um,
1: yeah, that was, that
0: was probably the weirdest scene
1: of already weird movie. I will say, Um, yeah, that was the one scene that when I was in the theaters, um, Everybody was just like, Whoa, interesting. Hmm. oh, interesting.
0: OK, uh, kids, cover your eyes.
1: Oh, um, this is not a family movie. If you brought your kids, if it was mom, dad and the kids, uh, that ride home in the cars and ah, like, uh, let's, let's talk about that scene, kids.
0: <laughs> Didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, you can't prove that he did anything. Don't did tell he's? your mother I brought you to see <laughs> this movie. She's in the car too. <laughs> I'm right here. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a weird scene in the movie. But she gives him back the belt um because i guess he's still feeling like he needs a belt at that point you know um because he doesn't really know if he wants to go through with this whole (laughs) beheading situation um so then uh so then he gathers up his clothes and shit he's like all right i'm out of here so he dips out he goes to uh he goes to the um he goes to find the the, the, the the Green Knight. So, he finds him. The Green Knight's just slumbering. He's like, bitch, ain't in a year yet. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling right now, all right?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait your time, all right, motherfucker? Yo, do you know how mad I would have been, bro? If I get to the crib yeah. and I'm like, all right, bro, let's, I'm here. Yeah. yeah let's, let's do let's this do shit. And the Green Knight just opened up his eyes, looked at him, was like, nigga, I'll kill you tomorrow. <laughs> and just went back to sleep. I'm like, nah, bro. I would have I'm out, dog. No. I kept my end of the bargain. I showed up. Yeah. You still sleeping, I'm out. Yeah. Um, so,
0: yeah, so he goes. So, the Green Knight is like sleeping, but then uh, he wakes up, uh, presumably, on Christmas Day. Uh, and I still have yet to exactly understand, like, what the relevance of like uh, Christmas or Christ or anything like that had to do. Like, I don't, I still don't know exactly what that meant. Uh, yeah. Like,
1: he, it was like he was like, oh, bring me a gift on Christmas Day or now anything he's like, like I'm gonna that. i to kill you on Christmas yeah. Day.
0: But then, too, like, I think, when well, I want to say, the movie started. With some mention of Christ, it's like Christ is born or something like that. Um, and then there was like a huge fire. Do you remember that? Like at the beginning of the movie, like w- we just we're, we just have that still shot.
1: And you saw, know like, what? I probably fire. should have mentioned before we even started this conversation. You missed like the first like ten minutes. No, no, no. I was high when I saw this movie. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's a weird experience.
0: Yeah, that,
1: that um, was trip. <laughs> it, it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I was like towards like the back end of it. So yeah, I mean, I do like, have good awesome. memory of this, yeah. uh, of, of the movie. Yeah, I haven't But um, This movie
0: is not, not one that I wouldn't like to have been high with. I'm yeah. like, what is happening? So, like, <laughs> but you
1: are mentioning small details. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I remember, <laughs> I remember. that. <laughs> Anyways, uh so the the green knight he's about to like behead
0: him and then he like flinches a couple times and he's like and I right, fuck this shit and then Gawain just dips out and then there's like this just sort of like montage of mm-hmm. Gawain's life of he goes back and he becomes uh, the king because king arthur is basically already dead uh he's just like a living corpse i guess at that at that point in time so he becomes king um, but then he has a kid with uh, uh, Essel, um, but she's, I guess, a peasant maybe, I guess.
1: Is, is I think she common. was working at the brothel, so I think she was. Oh,
0: she's a, Yeah, she's working at the brothel. Yeah, it's um, community. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he said what? It's community? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't want to get canceled, so I'm not going to explain that <laughs> joke. <laughs> so, so, yes, they, uh, he weds her. And I think yeah. they they have like a couple kids, right? They have one kid,
0: uh, a son. Mm-hmm. Um, in which, and then he promptly sees that uh, son yeah. die.
1: Yeah, his son um, goes off to war, war or something like yeah, that, and, and then he dies in war. Mm-hmm.
0: And then he has another daughter with. Uh, I guess he's uh, he he scoots aside is like queen from wherever to fuck. Come on in, um, and honestly, that's how they used to do it back in the day, right? Like you, you, you see somebody else with another kingdom, and you pair the two kingdoms together. We, the Game of Thrones, taught us about this. You know? Yeah. We, we, we know how
1: the houses work. Um, miss those days. Yeah, you got shit. I got shit. Let's I mean, that, team that's up. Still, that still happens. Yeah. No, no, no. Now it's just like. Now she's just like, oh, you get. I want you to pay my rent, and buy me clothes, and I got. I gotta pay for dinner. It's like, but no, I'm gonna go hunt. Then
0: we can eat this shit to the hunt. For for those who are balling, especially in today's day, like if you're talking about, like, if you're talking about. A different generation to go, I think for sure. Right, like the dynamic was definitely different. But I think nowadays it's more like, "Oh, you know shit, I know shit too. Let's do shit together." I think you're, you're getting a lot uh, more quite the opposite. Uh, <laughs> quite the opposite. Fair enough. Um. So, so anyways, so he goes through this. We go through this whole montage, and uh he sees that his life at, at the end of it, everybody basically ends up leaving him, and his kingdom ends up getting toppled. Right. Yeah. And so he takes off this 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 uh belt or this sash or whatever. And then as soon as he does, his head uh, rolls off. Um, and then we revert right back to the scene where he's with the Green Knight about to be beheaded. And he's like, you know what? Why don't you go for it? Go ahead and behead me. Yeah. <laughs> and then he takes the sash off. Uh, and then the Green Knight's like kind of like. And I love the way that they left it really ambiguous where he's just like. Now it's time for you to be headed uh, or be beheaded or something to that um, to that effect. And then credits. Um, dude, I love this movie. I thought it was dope. I think I think it's a slow burn. Uh, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed the message. Like it, to me, it delivered on, and it didn't, and then the movie doesn't really promise you anything. It never really promises you. Yes. It's going to be like a action where, you know, you're going to have fucking night battles and all this other shit. Uh, it really, it kind of lets you know what it's going to be from the beginning, that it's just going to be this contemplative movie that isn't too high on action, but is high on provoking thought, you know? Yeah. Um, and with the way that it ended, I thought it was a very fitting and very, I felt satisfied by the end of it. Like, oh shit, like I feel like I got something out of that versus yeah. like, oh, okay, that was just a bunch of people killing each other, you know?
1: So I'll, I'll say that too. I mean, toward at the end of this movie, I wasn't, um, you know, upset by it. I wasn't displeased. I didn't feel I was robbed. I didn't feel bamboozled or lied to or any of those things. Right. I felt like this movie told a complete story. Yeah. Um, It was just like a long story um, with, in my opinion, very few moments that were like really pleasurable, like that I really enjoyed. The Giants were great. Um, him nutting too soon. I mean, we've all been there, right?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> so, I, don't, I honestly don't know if the problem was that he nutted too soon. I think he just the fact that he nutted at all was the uh, was the issue there.
1: Uh, that was hey, because, you because got it, it on it your clothes. Again. Look, here's this. You gotta wear just, that because there was no like, w- there was no yeah, zip yeah, clean nah, zip dry yeah, cleaners yeah, back then. Yeah, he,
0: there, there was no like fucking fast five minute wash. <laughs> nah, yeah, was,
1: nah, that shit. You're know, <laughs> where they look at it and they're like, like, <laughs> like, what is this, sir? It's like, please, can you just have this done by four o'clock today? <laughs> like you just looked at them shamefully. Yeah, I'm just you know what that is. I know. <laughs> But like again, so there are, there are a few of those like really high moments, and like I think what I really wanted to see most from this movie is like more of the Green Knight. Like I want to know like that no, story. No, on
0: the contrary, I think the more you get exposed to the Green Knight, the less. And what I loved about it, they never really tried to hide the Green Knight. It wasn't like oh my god, this monster, you got to hide, and like then we'd only see it in like the last like two minutes of the film. Yeah, it's like he just showed up from the start in full Green Knight. <laughs> yeah, everything and. Uh, but he wasn't in a movie like a lot, which I enjoyed because it it then left it like there was still a lot of air of mystery there. Like yeah. he spoke when he when he moved, like you just oh shit, like the it felt like the everything was shaking. Like, yeah, and he would just even take a step, you know, and then he would speak with his deep voice. You know, um, I, I I thought they I, I, yeah I don't know, and I, I, I guess I'm I'm you know I'm just a fan of the film overall. But I just I I, I loved all the little accents that they did. Yeah. Uh, the, the care that they they. Took what the film was. There was
1: before. definitely a lot of like thoughtfulness and consideration yeah. put into this film. Um, I just wish it was more exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, I do love this the message at the end. Right. At the, basically, he had a choice at the end does he run from this deal that he made? Does he run from like keeping his word and being an honorable man and go live this life? Being
0: a true knight, even if it w- would have meant for, yeah. like only for a moment, you know? Yeah. Um, and then that's one of the things, right? Uh. You know, uh, to be courteous or to be honorable or to be, um unselfish you know mm-hmm. uh are, are all sort of like the tenets of of being a knight and he didn't really display it and what i love about it is he doesn't display it in like really subtle ways it's not even like super obvious like, oh he's just a dick he's such actually okay dude you know he wasn't like the worst you know he wasn't like fucking ramsey off of <laughs> yeah. uh, game of thrones or a certain shit where he's just like killing everything that moves or, or something weird you know um but he was just, like, not really doing anything. Well yeah, anymore. he
1: was a regular guy, but he was born to a family into which he had to be this thing that he or, didn't even really want to be. Or
0: he didn't really even have to be because he was born into it. right? Yeah. He, you know, I heard somebody make this joke that he basically was just like... You know uh he was one of those people who get like fucking you know whose family's like wealthy or some shit and then he's just like kind of grandfathered into everything he's like bitch you didn't earn a goddamn thing (laughs) he's just like the boss's son who shows up and is just like what's up guys and you're like man fuck you (laughs)
1: You he's like like uh you know like the manning's family right there's peyton and there's eli these like high achieving very well-known like super bowl winning quarterbacks but they also have an older brother who's kind of like yeah like i'm not really you know well isn't it archie uh, no archie's oh, archie's the, the father yeah oh, okay. I, I forget the older brother's name now granted he did play football and apparently he was really really good and he had an injury and then he was like you know what like this football shit's not for He's me gonna i'm gonna charts, go to yeah. finance yeah, yeah. like yeah. uh so that's kind of what he was gonna do like i understand king arthur's my uncle and like you know but i'm just gonna go you know I'm, I'm gonna be at the at the brothel yeah that's where i'm gonna be at yeah um but anyway like so overall i did think this movie was really good i didn't uh, enjoy it i think it told a complete story. I'm glad that I saw it. I wish there were certain things that I had more of, like the more Green Knight stuff. Um, I wish that uh, there... I do feel like the end of the movie could have been in the beginning and the beginning could have been in the end. I think it might have been really interesting to have seen like a flip there where like you, the movie starts out with the question of like, am I going to behead you or am I not going to behead you, right? Or like maybe we see him get beheaded at the movie and then we get told like, everything that led up to that.
0: But I think it's it's it was and again again, maybe I'm just being a, a stan of the film, but I, I feel like like it was always the question of what's going to happen, you know, because he's going he's literally going on a quest to get beheaded, you know? So I feel like it's always a presence and he's always carrying around that ax, right? Which is just like a constant reminder of like, shit, he's gonna use that same ax to fucking take your head off. Yeah, so I think yeah. it was just like a just like subtle thing that wasn't, it wasn't like everybody at every moment was like, oh, you're about to be headed, but it was always like present, you know, this, this idea that, oh yeah, yeah, you're on your waiting. No matter what happens to you on this fucking journey, you're like saving your own neck just to be beheaded you know yeah um and so uh so yeah anyways i i david lowry uh he, he did a movie called a ghost story which is like a, a couple of years ago back in 2017 i think i i love the shit out of that movie too it was with ben Aff uh, or casey affleck and uh um kate mara i think it was Kate no it's not kate mara it's uh, rooney mara i think um her sister um and i absolutely i love that film and this has this is just like this film that was like a slow burn too where it's just like jesus christ like but by the end of it i was like oh shit i actually really i, I dug that you know i even though it was it was super slow um i think I, th- I think movies like this deserve um if you're going to go into it and you're going to watch it i think what it deserves is don't expect anything out of it. I think that's what I've learned with like these sort of like art house movies, which I mean, you can't really say it was that much of an art house. Although I guess you, maybe you could make, maybe you can definitely make that argument, right? It was more art house than a lot of other films. I guess you could say it's a fair statement, but I think don't have expectations of like action. And that's, that's why I'm really falling out of like watching a lot of just like mindless, like action movies, because I feel like it's taught me that I have to have that in order for me to like, Care about the movie or like the movie, um, but those are like empty calories. You know, they're not. It's not. I'm not really getting anything out of that. I'm just uh, seeing a bunch of people get shot or stabbed or whatever the case is. But these type of movies make me feel like I can I can watch this a couple times and maybe get a couple different things out of it. Versus I just watch it the one time. I just know what the fuck it is.
1: And yeah. Like, Trust me, was. I'm not going to be watching this movie a second time. I know. <laughs> I, 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 think, I, I know I that I for sure. Am. I think there are um, a lot of things
0: in here that I, I didn't necessarily pick up on.
1: Sure, like, for, again, for me, like, these slow burn type of films, right? Usually what happens is, like, it slow burn, and then there's, like, five, ten minutes of the movie that, like, make the movie as amazing as it, as it you know, what it is. Like, we think about, like, Roma, right? Really yeah. slow burn, but those last few moments of the movie, it's just really, really exciting and exhilarating. For me, I didn't get that here. Um, I, I do, again, think it was a great movie. They told a great story. Um,
0: like, like, you would definitely watch, like, a John Wick again before you would watch
1: this movie again, right? for sure yeah but that's like not even uh that that's a uh, it's a tough one to compare it to right yeah, exactly. because like john wick is uh, you know t- to the to the point it's, it's action it's also a great interesting story it's it's a fun ride it's a thrill ride right that's what john wick is mm-hmm. so of course like the thrill ride you would you want to like going to six flags right you i want to ride the big roller coaster six times and then you know i'll you know i'll do the teacups but like i really want to yeah, ride yeah, the I, big I roller that's a, coaster that's
0: a- and we're getting into a complete side conversation uh, Green Knight I thought it was a dope movie we can put a rest of that but the, the, you know maybe we can cut something from the card in order to have this conversation because I think it's a really interesting conversation to just well because I, I I'm a fan of these because I grew up on the John Wick style movies right Arnold Steven Seagal Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, even um, Sylvester Stallone. You know, th- I grew up on all that shit as a kid in the '90s. Um, but I think as I've gotten older, like, and I'll give you a perfect example is the movie Rocky. Right, the first Rocky used to be like I used to hate the first Rocky. I'm like, just give me Rocky four. I don't even need the I don't even need the first uh, three movies. Just give me number four and we're good to go. But going back as an adult and watching the first Rocky, when I'm starting to not that I appreciate Rocky four any less. I think I'm just appreciating. The first Rocky so much more because it's such a it's such an interesting movie when you actually take the time to like parse parse out like what they're actually trying to say. Like I'm really getting into this idea of actually analyzing like the thing that I'm watching, and I think that the problem with watching like these like John Wick style movies, it's not like it's not like this snooty thing where it's just like ugh these other movies are like beneath me. I'll always fucking watch the the, the mindless action movies, but I think. I enjoy them less and less because it's like, there's not much, they're, they're not trying to say too much with that, right? You, you, the hero saves the day. That's basically, yeah. you know, and with the, where, where it comes down to with that.
1: And and I think for, for, for someone like me, I would say like, I, gen, I generally have like a wide taste in both like music and films. I can watch Roma and then go watch Transformers. And like, I could still enjoy them both and not like... Not like trying to pit one against the other, but
0: but I but, I, but I'm purposely pitting one against the uh, the other because it, it was something that you said, like uh, of the, the reason why you felt like this is such a slow burn and you wanted something to happen. I feel like those type of movies, like the John Wicks of the world, they they kind of in some ways like teach you to to expect like. An explosion if you don't get an explosion every like two or three minutes then you're just like I'm bored
1: yeah know? well like so what I meant by that just like I guess go a little bit deeper right is like throughout this movie I was like waiting for not necessarily like an explosion or a fight or action but like I was waiting to like either learn something or like feel something like give me that moment I want those like moments in the film where like either I'm fearful for the character I'm worried about the character like what's gonna happen next to this character like where's the story gonna go like those moments of excitement throughout this person's life and journey of, of like you know make me excited make me like come alive make me feel something and like this movie didn't give me much of that not in the way that like a john wick movie might you know make me feel excited when there's gunfire and blah 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 mm-hmm. but like there's still no matter what story i'm being told like throughout the throughout the story, I want to feel like g- give me that constantly reinforced or give me that reason to like be bought into this story. Right. Like as I'm watching this movie, like I want to feel like I should be paying attention to every single detail because the story is that good. And,
0: and, and do you think that usually happens with something action related?
1: Um, um like- well, So it happens with action related movies because of like the, like the wow factor, right. The noise, the sexiness, like, so it's easy to, to be like, uh, uh, constantly sucked back into the movie when there's like an explosion or a fight scene. Um, But it's just as easy to be sucked into a movie where there's just a good story. There's no actions, no fighting, there's no sex. What
0: movie would you say was really good at holding your attention without like all of the action?
1: So let's go to another Dev Patel movie, the movie Lion. Have you yeah. seen that?
0: No. Yeah, crying like a baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that movie yeah. was so good, right? And throughout that movie, there was no like action, there was no explosions, there was no car chasing or anything to think
0: like back that. To Lion um, of the story it was just him trying to like find his.
1: So it, you know, it, at the beginning of the movie, there is him and his brother, and they're at the train station. Yeah. And they get split up, and then you know he goes on lives in America with that other family. Uh, okay. But then what,
0: he, do you, what do you think it was about that movie that made you so like invested?
1: So uh, the story, right? Like there was there's you there's constantly these moments throughout that movie of like uh reinvestment right like i'm re i'm invested in this character like, emotionally like,
0: and i'm, I'm going to push you here because because i think i understand I, I think i know the reason why but i but i'm trying to push the envelope here um can you point to like a specific one and i i'm trying to remember the way i can't I can yeah. like, remember exactly like all the tenants of the movie what is there like specific scenes that you can say like okay like this is like a scene that like
1: or or like a set of scenes because from what i mean so i got one for you so remember that scene in the movie where uh so he's like a young boy in india and Mm -hmm. he's like rummaging through the trash or whatnot trying to like find food and clothes or whatnot Mm -hmm. and then like he gets introduced or meets this man right who's like oh like i'm your friend i'm gonna take care of you like come with me come home to my place and blah 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 right instantly you get that feeling of like like this is not good like he shouldn't be there like this this young boy like he shouldn't be with this older man going back to his place and whatnot and then like like you're emotionally invested in this thing like oh, i don't want anything to happen to this kid like get out of there run and then you see them going back to the man's place and they're sitting on the man's bed and the man starts getting too touchy-feely and you you know something is wrong Mm -hmm. and then like you finally there's that like exciting moment in the film where like the little boy realizes like okay there's something wrong i gotta run and then he she starts running away right now now that's the excitement that's the adrenaline rush like like get out get out get out run faster run faster hide like those types of things right and uh for me what what that is is like a reason for me, like reinvest in the thing. Right. Cause it's like a two hour movie. There are going to be times more like flat moments throughout the movie where like, you're just listening and watching the story. Mm -hmm. But what a good story does is like constantly give you a reason to like invest yourself in it emotionally. Uh, uh, Spiritually, personally, like if you can relate to the thing, right? Um, that's that's what I mean. That this film for me lacked those things.
0: Yeah, so so I find that interesting because I feel like a movie like Lion, it it, it might have been a little because I think Lion was just a shorter like uh it's probably a shorter length movie overall compared to The Green Knight. And there are people who I've heard say like, oh, like yeah, if this movie was like 15, 20 minutes shorter, that would have been perfect for the mm-hmm. movie. That there's some things that we could just cut out from the film. But I, I think maybe overall i think the the charity that you might give a film is based off of its relatability to you so one of the reasons why i think you found um uh a uh, lion and i'm this is me trying to pretend like, pretend like i'm a a, a therapist or, or some shit but one of the reasons why i could suspect that is because you found that just to be a more relatable story in that you know uh and i forget what i think Dev patel was the younger brother in that case uh, or was he the older brother
1: I believe he was the old no no. So I believe he was a younger brother that got caught stuck on the train. train. right? Yeah,
0: but in either case, you you have a uh, shout out to Fabe. Uh, you have a brother. Like so, it becomes this thing where it's just like more of a, like a relatable story just from like the jump. So really anything that happens from that point forward, you're like, well shit, is he going to get back to his brother? You know, Is yeah. he going to get back to his family? You know? Um. And and I think that a movie like The Green Knight is I feel like it could be every every bit as captivating because I, I too thought it was a it's a slow burn, but I didn't mind it as much because I found it um I, I found things in it that were like just like relatable or or like or that I just identified with for some reason. so i I think it really is about like if you're not getting the relatability side of it, then it's just like, well, I need something to captivate my attention. so. Give me an explosion, you know, or give me something, you know, to, yeah. to like snap me out of it. But if you're, if you're, tr- if you want to be invested in the movie, I feel like it's a lot easier if you find something within that story that's just organically.
1: Related- sure. I mean, yeah, relatability, like you have to be able to, like if you're watching a movie or you're listening to a podcast or you're reading a book and there's no characters, there's no like moment or story in it that, like at least you can somewhat relate to. Um, there's automatically like intrinsically something that's going to be missing like from that. Right. Yeah. But again, for me, I don't think it was about, I don't think relatability was the issue. Like, could I re- relate um, to some of the stories or some of the moments throughout the Green Knight? For sure. Um, a- again, for me, it was just like, I remember there are points in this movie where I'm just like, I- <laughs> What is the purpose, right? Like, I know there's there's a purpose that's eventually going to be told, but like, give me some clues, some nuances, some some give me some of whatever to like keep me invested in this story, so that by the time I get to the end, you haven't already lost me, mm-hmm. or by the time I get to the end, like I didn't like, I know why we're there, mm-hmm. if if and, and I didn't forget everything that happened in the middle. Mm-hmm. For me, that movie, this movie, if I wasn't like really really paying attention, by the time we get to the end, it's like I don't even know what happened
0: happened. yeah
1: fair enough fair
0: enough um anyways that was a very long extracurricular i'm glad i got through that word because i was like as soon as i was about to say you know how you yeah yeah the panic sets in where you're like oh fuck
1: you you, you kind of (laughs) fucked up there but you pushed through it right i i I pushed right
0: through uh that's I, i soldiered on um, but anyways, that was uh, our. You know, I was chopping it up about Green Knight, and then just about relatability in movies, and and or the type of movies that 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 we find interesting. I thought it was a good conversation. I, I enjoyed. No,
1: definitely. Like, this is a movie, I, and I knew the conversation about this particular movie was going to be much different than like the conversations we had about Jolt, right? Just because like yeah. there's more here but I, but I, than a movie like, like that. But but I feel
0: like. That that's actually a really good comparison of the movie of Jolt compared to this movie because Jolt was like every bit of like action, shoot 'em up, and blah blah blah. But I feel like the way the, sto- the story, there's something more personal and satisfying about this movie the green knight than compared to a jolt where that felt very disconnected it felt like a very like hollywood this is just was made in you know somebody was just like i gotta crunch these fucking 120 pages out so fuck it um and then you know we're gonna get kate beckinsale to be in it we're gonna get this other person to be in it yeah it's like a hollywood but this movie felt like personal it felt yeah. at least to me it, it <laughs> I, felt it felt like there was something that was trying to be said with the movie and they weren't even trying to beat you over the head with it they are yeah. trying to let you find your way to it um, and I think that maybe that's where uh, they, they lost Yeah,
1: and let's be real Jolt yeah. didn't really have like a storyline I feel like they made this the shit up as <laughs> they went like each day was like um, oh, like geez, sh- <laughs> basically like A or B like should she do this or should she do that and they just threw a dart like wow, she's <laughs> gonna do that today that's yeah. it yeah um, but anyways, but yeah, um, we got some dope trailers yeah, some really lined up, trailers. so uh, let, let, let's jump into that. So, Have you seen any of these trailers?
0: Um, no, I haven't watched any of these trailers. Okay. Uh, I, I was just so excited about uh, Dune last week that I, I just had to watch it uh, before we... Um, before before we got on with it uh but our first trailer here is uh venom uh let there be carnage look i was not a fan of the first Venom. uh i thought no
1: fucking way was i a fan of the first one
0: i thought it was god awful
1: but dog shit that um, first one
0: but at the end of that movie we we got a uh a look at um woody harrelson as uh cletus cassidy uh who's gonna obviously be carnage um and that's where this story picks up. Look, they don't even give this a synopsis on on IMDb. They just say uh, it's another...
1: let it say Venom let there be carnage or something? <laughs> it,
0: was, it just is a summary of like the people who are going to be in it. So it says Tom Hardy returns to the big screen as the lethal protector of Venom, one of Marvel's greatest and most complex characters directed by Andy Serkis. Uh, the film also stars Michelle Williams, Naomi Harris, Woody Harrelson in the role of villain cletus cassidy carnage like that's it's not a synopsis of the film. it's yeah. just the people who are in the film um but anyways this is directed by andy circus uh, as uh as, as mentioned uh and written by kelly uh, marcel um and tom hardy has a story by credit on this that's very interesting i i don't know how much maybe he produced the film i don't know um but uh this obviously stars tom hardy Michelle Williams would hear us on the Naomi Harris like I mentioned before and is due out September 24th of this particular year uh, and this is I think the second trailer I want to say in the um, that we've gotten for. maybe it's the first I don't know I, I can't keep up nowadays with how many trailers
1: even if they dropped the first trailer I probably just skipped it because no. <laughs> yeah
0: not worth it, not worth it. Uh, but yeah we're, we're going to watch uh, Carnage um, or Venom Let There Be Carnage
1: All I ever wanted in this world
0: is Carnage <laughs>
1: We should be out there, snacking on bad guys! I am a predator.
0: I need to be free. You have got to get control of your aggression, or you will get hauled off into Area 51.
1: I live in my body. You live by my rules. I'm sorry! I don't know what came over me. Please, let me fix it, so I can figure it again. You are a loser. Eddie Brock, I
0: want to give you my story.
1: People love serial killers. See this? Why me? That's mine. It's yours. And it's yours. She
0: mine. I have tasted blood before, and that is not it.
1: All I ever wanted in this world is carnage. Are
0: you a vengeful one? Yes. Oh shit! Oh, where are you going? For? That is a red one. You need to come out right now. I will let you eat everybody. Promise. I promise. Oh yeah. Betty,
1: you feel like home to me. like family
0: oh wow
1: you could just say I'm happy for you that was going to be us
0: I am happy for you no god I'm so sorry oh, I'm sorry This two needs some serious couples now huh uh what are you about?
1: All um, oh, I ever wanted in this world. I'm definitely not gonna see this in theaters. well where, where's where this? This is gonna be in theaters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been a long time since I've snuck into a movie. I would sneak into this one, right? But now, if I have to pay full price for it, like if you got me, uh a fucking gift card for like AMC for my birthday. Would I use that gift card to go see this movie? Maybe. Would I spend my own money? No. Yeah. Not at all.
0: Um Look, I I'm going to say this. Uh there was a there was apparently a there was enough people who liked the first movie in order for to justify the second movie, right? Um but to me, the first movie was so bad that there is no reason at all to expect for this movie to be any better. Now, it's being directed by Andy Serkis, um, uh, and uh, so Serkis is, like, you know, he he's done so much shit in Hollywood, right? Like, he was Smeagol. He was, he was uh, who else did he play? He played another, like, animated character that was, like, very... I don't know, but he was also the uh, who's the dude in uh, Marvel? The dude who, who Claw? Uh, he was also Claw in uh, uh, Black Claw? Panther. Remember Black Panther? Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, and so he's he's done a lot of shit. Uh, so, so I think he's 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 an awesome dude. I just I have no faith that we're going to get anything even remotely interesting in this movie. Yeah, it's just it seems and and I really do feel like they're going to lean into Woody Harrelson as like you Know playing because you know what do you have great actor, right? Uh, so when you don't have much of a story at all, what do you do? You lean into your actors or actresses and you say, just go out there and just yeah, win us, win us the game, just right. be yourself, <laughs> yeah. you know. What I But mean? <laughs> it's just like you know, when your football team is not really that good and you have that one player, though, like if you know, hey, shout out to Dan. Um, my apologies for what I'm about to say. You know, if, if you got uh Saquon Barkley on the Giants, right, you're just like Saquon, just. Just go out there and want to... See can you run market. for 300 yards today? <laughs> Five touchdowns? Is that out of the room? Yeah, you can do that. You didn't practice. Um, so I feel like that's what it's going to be with uh, with Woody Harrelson. And, and, and honestly, all the, all the uh, cast. Because uh, I think everybody's great in this. Uh, Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, uh, Woody Harrelson, Naomi Harris. They're all great actors and actresses in their own right. But for this movie, I just don't there was nothing I think that was like really redeemable. I like, I literally remember watching and I think I talked about it on the part of the podcast. I remember watching Venom uh, like earlier this year. And because I never even watched like the full movie. I think I watched it in theaters and I like, you know, talk about a movie, there was plenty of action. I fell asleep immediately yeah. um, while watching it. And I watched, I was like, oh shit. I never really gave it a fair shake. Let me watch it again. I was like, I'm glad I fell asleep. Cause I saved myself from having to like, and I don't want to shit on a movie. Cause I, I don't think it's great to like shit on movies. But it was just it was just a bad movie dude. Like, yeah.
1: So I, I think the only thing that for me that this movie really has going for it is a it, it, it it's like uh Jason versus Freddy, right? You know, Kong versus Godzilla. Like it's a it looks like it's going to be a really good versus movie. I imagine the fight scenes between Venom and Carnage are going to be great, but I don't imagine there's going to be like well, we a great of, story here. You kind
0: of already got that though. Like I know they're going to do some different things with Carnage, that are just going to be like weird because he's just a weird fucking character in you know in the comic books or even like i because I, I honestly remember carnage from the animated series spider-man animated series as well as um i think i there was like a video game too um i think maximum carnage was the name of it, uh, it as a super nintendo game from back in the day love that game um but we already kind of got this fight with the i think it was a riot from the first film was like the main like villain, and he was like a symbiote as well.
1: Yeah, you know? but now he was a. And that. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if he was like the symbiote fight that we want to see, right? So that was like,
0: but it's like, but but it, I guess my, my point is, is like, well, what's the difference? Like, what what are they really going to fucking do with Carnage? That's going to yeah. be so much different. than I gonna be like, oh my god! Like if, if you'd give me a different villain in the first one, and then I get oh symbiote versus symbiote, Carnage versus Venom, then I'm like, oh shit, okay, yeah. But if I already got that fight, then
1: I'm like, I think <laughs> what they want to do here is do like you know, Batman Begins is like Bat. Batman versus Scarecrow right I think Scarecrow was like the big villain in like that first Batman well, movie like
0: Ra's al Ghul but fair enough.
1: uh yeah Ra's al Ghul Scarecrow um they were like but like no one they were like. You really have to have watched the com or read the comic books or like watch some of the early animated series to like know ghoul and to to but they were still great nonetheless though that's a difference they, they were like was- but like the fight the, who you really wanted to see was the Joker and you got that that in um in Batman um the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight right mm-hmm. so I think what they're trying to do with this is like you know we showed you Venom versus Riot the other symbiote but the fight you really want to see is Venom versus the Joker because. Uh, sorry, Venom versus Carnage because that's those. these are the two we really oh, remember. So the,
0: the, the, the example that you gave with Joker and, and then Ra's Ghul, they're very different characters. Uh, but it's why it made it so compelling, right? Because, sure, like we all want to see Batman versus the Joker, but we didn't mind that we got Ra's Ghul in the first one because it was like, oh, this is like a formidable opponent. Yeah, yeah. And this, is, and, and this was like a story. There was like a, a textured story here, right? With uh with um
1: venom, venom. yeah
0: i uh, they didn't really and and they had raza uh, ahmed uh, I, I hope that's i'm pronouncing his name right i'm pretty sure that's raza Ahmed. that's that's his name
1: yeah something uh, like that
0: uh, <laughs> uh thank you for riding with me though i, that, <laughs> I got you. Uh, yeah no idea um but uh fucking fantastic actor this guy right into do anything with him, yeah. they just made him like a dick ceo
1: and that yes, was it agree. Right. i'm not defending this movie at yeah. all I, I just think let's say like in planning this movie more than likely they were like we want to at least make two of these things right hopefully the first one will be a success to, to some people it was so in part two or in part one we're yeah, gonna have like people what they want sure. the, yeah we're gonna yeah. have these villains part two is the big one right. venom versus carnage right. that's what i think they're doing here no, no absolutely i don't really think there's gonna be much else of a story
0: but that's what i guess that's what my point is is that i I understand like i understand their motivation for doing it what i'm saying is is i don't think that there's there's nothing that they're going to do from like a fighting standpoint that's going to be like super different from what we got um in the first movie which is i feel like a mistake on their part if they really wanted to size this up there's a reason why we didn't get a a villain that was like joker-esque in batman begins but then when the joker showed, it was like the Joker showed up, you know, yeah. because it, the Joker is a very distinct character. The way Batman is going to fight him is going to be very different. That Joker's is yeah. not like a fucking fighter. Right. So how do you really go after somebody who you don't want to kill, but is also like somebody you got to fuck up yeah. a little bit. You know? And
1: maybe there's a story here between Venom and Carnage that's similar to like Batman and the Joker. Like they have history or they have, there's some background story yeah. that they're going to tell about how these symbiotes even arrived here.
0: I'm going to go on, on a very strong limb and say, <laughs> that's probably not going to be the case. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Um,
1: yeah, let's, let's move man, forward here. Magic has to happen for me to go to theaters to see that. I'm, I'm not going go to go All to right. We got another really good trailer lined up. House of gucci yeah House of gucci dude uh
0: i don't even have to i honestly don't know anything about this whole gucci situation i i, I don't know uh, but uh, you know give me a quick synopsis here uh, House of Gucci uh, is about uh, it spans uh, three decades of love betrayal decadence revenge and ultimately murder uh, we see what a name means what it is worth and how far a family will go for control look that's a fucking synopsis compared to that uh, it stars uh, uh, <laughs> stars these like five Tom people Hardy please and- <laughs> go see this shit please <laughs> it doesn't even matter what the movie's about just it's got these people want to go see it. Um, but this is directed by by uh, Ridley Scott, um, which is awesome, Um, and written by Roberto Bentivenga, I believe that's how you pronounce that, and Becky Johnston, thank you, Becky, for having a very easy name to pronounce, Uh, and starring Jared Leto, Selma Hayek, uh, Adam Driver, and, of course, Lady Gaga. This is due out November 24th of this year. Look, no further ado. Let's get popping. It was a name that sounded so sweet,
1: so seductive, Uh synonymous with words. style, power, but that name was a curse too. I have been a Gucci all my life. Your name is in the history books. You are Gucci, you need to dress the part. It's chic. Gucci needs new blood. It's time to take out the trash. They're my family. So am I.
0: You picked a real firecracker. She's a handful. Ooh. Bravo.
1: What I find is pleasing love is so I don't consider myself to be a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. Can you keep a secret? Father, son, and house of Gucci.
0: Uh, first off, off the bat, um, you don't really fuck with anybody who says, I don't consider myself to be an ethical person. If they're telling you that, believe me. What is that saying? When people tell you who they are,
1: believe them. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like you'd have to uh, respect a person like that because uh, most people wouldn't say that, but they feel it or they believe it or they're unethical, but they'll never say it. You got to respect a person who would say that to you expect a snake to bite you right that's what dmx said um, what again if you got me a gift card <laughs> and it had just enough money on it to see venom and house of gucci yeah. in another double header would i do it sure would i am i do i care enough about the gucci family story and history to go and see this movie in theaters not one fucking bit
0: um i mean i don't know that's why that's the reason why we watch movies right is to see some sort of story that uh we don't we didn't really know that much about but maybe it illuminates uh, some sort of aspect about the uh about the about the thing that we didn't know anything about right
1: yes now it. When that when the film is about like a real life story about like a certain group of people or a family or like a moment in yeah, in like time we, in history right like we
0: just saw the trailer for uh, King Richard right we both thought it was adorable.
1: yeah so a story like that love to see that movie yeah. right um uh fucking you know we another Lady Gaga movie uh uh, uh Star Stars Born wasn't that based on like a Star real
0: is born I don't think that was not based on a true story I think that was just a story that was like It was adapted for like, it used to be like a previous. I
1: thought that was always, I always thought that was based on a true story. But like for me to watch um, films that are like a true story about like this person or this family or this company, whatever it may be, like I at least have to have some type of interest in it. Right. Like one day when they make the, the movie about J.C. Chazé's life as a member of <laughs> NSYNC, I don't give a f- I don't care enough about J.C. Chazé to Man, watch that particular you know, we movie. You want to
0: see what life was like from his perspective. You know, hear all the times Justin Timberlake told him to shut the fuck up. No, dance
1: I've already seen uh the MJ. <laughs> what was the Michael Jordan documentary called? The Last Dance. Yeah, the Last Dance. I saw the Last Dance. Right. I don't need to see the next fucking whatever dance they used to do. And that's that's all it's gonna be. Is like Justin was really uh you, you tried to make that work. It almost worked. <laughs> was it? I guess I was trying to be comedic. No, but like you know, they're they're, they're a boy band group. Whatever fucking dance they I gotcha, do. I gotcha. But like. It's just going to be like, oh, Justin was a dick, you know, he was a leader, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't really care enough about that story. I don't care about this story. I have to be invested in or at least interested in the story that they're telling. And House of Gucci is not one of them. They came out with um, the one about uh, uh, not, not Louis Vuitton or Louis Vuitton who who versace mm-hmm. remember the fx did the tv show series about versace sure. and like the murder and all that stuff i didn't give a fuck about that either i didn't watch it this is no different it's just a film instead of a tv yeah, but, series i mean i'll,
0: I'll be honest like uh, you know uh, and c- again comparing it's like the king richard movie that's coming out um i also wasn't really looking out for a, a movie about you know um uh uh what's his name richard williams um Right, that was his thing, right, Richard Williams. I believe uh, so. And uh, you know, and how he brought Venus and Serena.
1: Yeah. Didn't ask for it. Is that movie um, in theaters only? I thought that was uh, streaming.
0: That I don't know. That might be theaters only. I'm, I'm not sure. I have to check. Mm.
1: See mm, another one.
0: Yeah. A- anyways, all I'm saying is I put them all on the same pedestal. I kind of just look at like for for one the cast. of This is holy shit. They got everybody uh, in this one. They got Adam Driver. Al Pacino, Selma Hayek, Jared Leto, uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Everybody's in this fucking movie. Uh fucking Jeremy Irons is in this movie. Yeah. Everybody's in this fucking movie. So it's it's if nothing else is
1: going to be Gucci well- Man's active. in this movie? he has to be yo I uh, don't have a, a, you got a Gucci give him a cameo Gucci, man. give him <laughs> give him a cameo at least yeah. that's just that's a win-win for both yeah <laughs> for, for both parties it's, it's both. great branding <laughs> yeah. across you, you hit multiple platforms hit all the demographics yeah, yeah, old yeah. white people young african Americans all the demographics
0: everybody's everybody wins in that case you know um but uh but yeah, anyways um I don't know I'm not really looking for this movie but I, also I don't really I guess I look more for I I don't know if I necessarily go to the theaters to see this, but that really doesn't really have anything to do with the movie itself. It's just like my principle from now on is like unless it's like a big like action movie, and The Green Knight is 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 an exception to this rule. I'm really what use do I have of going to go to the theater to see this movie? Like like I comedy movies, it's like okay, you do you do get a different vibe when you um the group like
1: laughter the funny right? moment where everyone in the theater laughs like that it's, it's fun no yeah gonna yeah, no. do that
0: <laughs> uh so anyways uh so i i probably won't be venturing to the theaters to see this but that's nothing with nay with house of gucci that's just more my own philosophy about uh, movies in general
1: but um all right so we've yeah. got uh, uh two more stories here lined up um let's spend a quick second like you know
0: we we have to talk about ScarJo.
1: Yeah, you so it, I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna flip these. I was gonna say, let's spend just a, a, a quick moment on the whole Matt Damon thing, just because. How much do I care about that? Not much, um, other than yeah. you know. let talk about. But we what, can talk let's about. Spend
0: precisely like five seconds on this. Um, <laughs> so look, uh, Matt Damon, he did an article, or he did an interview for some publication, and uh, he said a lot of weird things, in the, in the or not not even a lot of weird things, but. And, and this is what I kind of hate sometimes about these type of things is they ask some questions and then we're like, where the fuck did this come from? Matt Damon, why are you talking about this? Yeah. But it's like it's because of a question that he was asked and he's just answering it, just answering it. Right. So I don't want to necessarily, you know, be like, Matt Damon, what the fuck are you doing? But at the same time, kind of like Matt Damon, really? This is this is the thing that you think. So really, the 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 two biggest things that come out of this interview was that he was talking about leading men in Hollywood and how they're kind of going to the wayside right (laughs) or that's not really how you market a movie anymore that's not how you that's not how you promote a movie is by yes we've got this one leading man and he's gonna you know be the thing the reason why everybody goes out to see this movie that's not really how things are working out in Hollywood anymore it's it's more of okay depending on like do we have the whole cast you know or Honestly, even putting a woman at the forefront, you know, seems to be sort of the, the more winning ticket these days, right? Changing them to guard, so to speak, in, in Hollywood. Not really, but still kind of. Um, the other thing he said was that he, he uh, no longer uses the F word. I mean, he was pretty proud of that, right? He said his daughter had convinced him more recently that, hey, using the F word, uh, you know, pertaining to... to the effort that was used for gay people but maybe he didn't necessarily think he was using it in that same sense uh and so he he was like yeah i, I just you know i don't really use it anymore um of late you know i just said that i was just like wait matt it's 2021 what the fuck do you mean
1: yeah also nothing to be proud word. of right <laughs> like yeah, yeah i stopped yeah. using a racial slur yeah. last week you know yeah, i just stopped
0: using the word nigga like you know it's just like wait i don't think I'm. yeah gonna, what <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna give you credit for that yeah. i don't think that you get extra points in class for that It just should have been there a while ago but okay um i'm gonna say what i got to say and then i'll let you say it. I, i'm kind of i'm torn when it comes to this yes matt damon should have came to the realization he probably shouldn't been and look the fact that you're from boston it's not a fucking excuse, okay? I don't want to fucking hear that yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I hate that I'm shit. I'm from Boston, so that's just the way we talk. I don't give a fuck.
1: I generally don't you're, like you're Boston or people from Boston. I don't like the Celtics <laughs> or, or the Patriots.
0: Fair enough. Who, who, other than people from Boston, who the fuck likes the Patriots? Weird people is who. Uh, but you fucking... You lived in Hollywood. You're probably living in Hollywood right now or L.A. <laughs> and, somewhere.
1: And how many... like? you know, whether, uh, you know, anyone from the LGBTQ community, like how many of those people have you worked with in Hollywood? But, that, where- but
0: that's just it in his mind. He's not thinking that that pertains to them. He's he's saying, oh, well, I use it in a different application. I don't use it to refer to gay people. I use it as like a drug. And it's like, well, sure. Do you see what's wrong with that? Maybe. Yeah. But but that, that's not even the thing that I want to argue, because I feel like that's already been litigated. We've already conversation is kind of dead to me right yeah um because we, we we should know at this point in time where everybody should stand on that on that on that side of the fence right uh or what side of the fence everybody should stand on there the thing that that i'm torn about is it's crazy that it's 2021 and he's just now kind of like oh yeah my daughter convinced me that because she wrote like an essay about it uh or whatever the fuck she did to convince him but isn't him saying that he's not using it anymore better than him being like, I'm going to
1: use it and I don't give a fuck? I sure. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 better. like torn. I, yeah. You know, I don't
0: want to give him points. At the same time, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to like, if he's doing an interview and he's just saying like, he's just saying it because I don't, I don't know whether the, he was asked a question or about it. But if he's just being like, yeah, I just don't use the word anymore. Weird that it's taking you this long and weird that your daughter needed to, like, convince you to, to not use it anymore. But also... um uh but, but also, it's weird that, like... That we would, like, chastise him for, like,
1: saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah, to me, this is one of those things that's, like, kind of like a non-story. It's like, is his realization here... Uh, better, you know, it's better good than bad, right? Like, great, thanks for, you know, he's probably like 45 right now, right? Thanks for realizing that it, you should no longer use that word in any context. That's a good personal growth, thumbs up. Uh, is this really like an entire article-worthy I don't, news? I don't, think it like, was a, I don't
0: think it was an entire article. I think it was part of an article. Like it, it was like he had an interview. I mean,
1: that's him. the he- title for this article well, right here.
0: It, but the, the, that's not the article itself like the article itself was him the main thing that they were talking about was him not thinking that like leading men were like the thing anymore which honestly i found this like probably like the more interesting uh conversation because it felt like he was basically just like crying that like oh like you know me and my other dudes can't just run roughshod over all of hollywood uh and we feel bad about that uh, and
1: it feels like okay like, <laughs> yeah, prime me a fucking river. Listen, let's spend another minute on this fucking, yeah. again. I I think this is uh, I'm never going to attack someone for personal growth. Right. Whether it's l- early on, which is great. So uh, if anybody shout out to his daughter yeah. for having at whatever age she is, you know, the 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 the, the growth and and the the forward thinkingness or whatever the fuck. I can't think of the right <laughs> thing for it. Shout out to her for being able to, at whatever age she is, realize that, hey, like, dad, like, that thing is not okay. And being able to go to her father and say, you need to stop this, right? She penned a letter. So, shout out to her. I don't think Matt Damon here deserves any praise. Good for him. Thumbs up, buddy. I'm not going to go see Stillwater. Not because of this, just because it doesn't look like a good movie. Um, he's, uh, I haven't seen many good Matt Damon movies lately, but um, yeah, I don't really give a fuck about this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Which is what I think everybody else, sh- that's where everybody else should be uh, as well, right? Like, I I really don't think this is like a story. Like, I feel like people d- understandably sort of were like outraged about it, but it's kind of just like, well, when we peel back the layers like of like just like the headline of it all, when you think about it, it's just like, all right, it's kind of wild that he is just now coming to that conclusion, but... He came to the conclusion nonetheless. So it's like, what the what's really the story here? Yeah. You know? um,
1: so what so are we going yeah. you know, to you know, argue about the fact that like he used to say it? And, you know, like, but well, what's the I point? Mean, of I having guess that? that's what people are arguing about. Yeah, but what's yeah. the point of having that argument if he's like come to the realization? It's just like, you know you know, give him a stern look, but like, I guess good, also good. thumbs up. Move I don't on. know. Yeah. Or nothing. Just
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't respond to it at all. Uh, so let, let, let's talk about this um, lady Gaga thing. Or not lady Gaga, Scar- Scarlett Johansson thing. Um, and then we do need to do our verses for the night. Um, yep. So we'll spend a little bit of time on this and then not the time that I think we should spend on it. Cause I, I think it's a really interesting situation, but look, uh, long story short, look, Scarlett Johansson suing the fuck out of Disney because uh, she thinks that they still owe her a bag. Uh, Disney's basically just like, fuck you. No, we don't. (laughs) Um, And uh, and it's going to be, you know, one would assume that it's probably going to end up in like arbitration. But who knows? Uh, Maybe it might go to trial, which will be just, oh, that would be... Daytime television is, is what that should be. That, that trial should be put on. I don't care what the fuck else is going on. That will be some interesting to see Disney on there just trying to slander the fuck out of Scarlett Johansson, who's produced nine or who's been in nine movies for them over the course of years, and they fucking didn't give her a film until after she her character had died. <laughs> uh, to see that all play out on, on national TV will be fucking hilarious. But um there are a lot of interesting points to this to this whole story right because on one hand you have scarlett johansson who's like okay you put out my movie black widow but you promised me in my contract that you said this is going to be um put out in theaters right now there are people who play semantics with it of like does it say exclusively put out in theaters or does it just say it is going to be put out in theaters it's going to have a theatrical run right um and apparently she had had it written in the contract that not only is she going to get a base salary for the film but she's going to get um a percentage of whatever the profits were from the, from the film, right? So the better the film, the uh, the better the film does, the more she's going to get. So if the film does like crazy numbers then her numbers are just going to go up accordingly
1: yeah and, and a theatrical release followed by like a digital streaming release would be like two points of sale right so naturally revenue for the film would go up if it gets released in theaters if, and then it, gets, on Plus. if it
0: gets released only in theaters right and if it was like normal times where everybody's just going to the theaters as normal then one would think that she would have made out like a fucking bandit uh with the movie right but um, of course, COVID happened, and and then so Disney's come back and said, "No, we don't fucking know your goddamn thing." We, you know, COVID happened, so we put the movie out in both theaters as well as um, on Disney Plus. Um, so we don't know your goddamn thing. Now, where off the bat, Disney's fucked up, okay, for very one glaring particular reason. Usually in situations like this, they'll the company will just like send back some sort of benign comment. That's just like, oh yeah, we're not, you know, usually talking about, you know, uh, issues with talent or anything like that, that we'll just let everything sort of play out. And, you know, but they came back with this like scathing, like clapback, like this is like fucking ether and like Nas or some shit, right? Where they were like, uh, bitch, not only do we not owe you <laughs> the money, but we're going to tell everybody how much we paid you. So we can also shame you. Yeah. You're getting this much money now. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Like, just forget about the actual case. It's fucked up that you put her business out there on Front Street because that has nothing to do with anything. You paid her twenty million, but that was only part of the money that you're supposed to pay her. So, but you're trying to give her a bad public um, perception. There's other people who are fucking, you know, who can't even make fifteen dollars an hour because we don't want to fucking increase the minimum wage. Uh, they're looking at that like you're getting twenty million dollars. I'm not crying fucking tears for you because you're you're not you know getting more on top of that twenty million. Um, so Disney's just trying to play some fucked up games there, and I think that right off top like that's just why?
1: yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's interesting though because like athletes, like how much money they make is like always public knowledge, right? So is it wrong for them to, if we're talking about numbers, to talk about numbers, right? If you want a thea, if you we promised you a theatrical release right it was more than likely due to like what would have been an increase in revenue for the film, which means that you would have made, uh, you would have profited more based off of the revenue sales, blah, blah, blah. So if we're going to talk about money, let's talk about money. You made, we paid you $20 million for this film. You anticipated making 70. Um, you know, unfortunately we didn't do a theatrical release for reasons related to COVID, right? Um, we did the digital release. We, you know, we we did everything that we said we would do. The only reason no, we they did didn't do they did
0: didn't—that wasn't a part of her contract. Sure, but to, like,
1: but again, uh, there are, and I think this is what Disney is going to argue, right? Like unforeseen circumstances.
0: Yeah, it's it's called force majeure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So no one saw COVID coming, which is the I would imagine the only reason that they uh, that prompted them to do a digital release instead of a theatrical release. So I mean, I, I don't necessarily okay, so, see where Disney is wrong here.
0: Okay, I'm going to explain why they're fucked up. Uh, on top of them, first of all, well, let's talk about uh, them telling, uh, saying her her uh, base salary. It's fucked up because there is literally no need for them to. There, there's that's immaterial to what the case is at hand. How much you paid her originally is literally just you putting her her business out there on front street, which it's different, you're right, it's different from athletes in, in NBA cause, or NFL sports, right? It's because we're used to just hearing what their contracts are, yada, yada. I don't know if it's like, they want people to know so that they can set markets and stuff like that. Um, but with actors or, and actresses, that that's pretty confidential in terms of how much you're making per film, or how much you're pulling in per film, right? Um, now, I think that gets a little different for people at the top because it's like they're also kind of doing the same thing. They're setting markets, you know, um, but there's literally nothing that, that doesn't matter. It doesn't it doesn't matter if you paid her 40 million. Right. That's her base salary. That's different from what the fuck she's talking about. It has nothing to do with it. You literally just did that just so you could tell everybody else she's already made 20 million. But it's like. Are you telling like the fucking judge that? Because it's like who who are you talking to? Like, are you talking to? Yes, she knows she got twenty million. Like, what the? Yeah, I I mean, I would imagine this.
1: I would imagine this was part of a like a rebuttal to her lawsuit, right? But but again, if it was a rebuttal to her lawsuit, it's
0: saying that she she already got twenty million isn't that's not a rebuttal to what she's saying. Like, that's just.
1: You're doing that out of spite Come no in. so it, it it is uh if we're gonna talk about like the the full terms of like the contract right in the contract but they're saying that she's, her- she's
0: not she but she's not talking about it's different if she's like oh well you owe me more as for my base salary right that's a different conversation if she thought her base salary was different then it's like well we already paid you your 20 million which is what your base salary was i get that then right yeah but if she's like I had, I had, I was supposed to get a percentage of the profits and you didn't put it out in theaters, which fucked up the profits for the film.
1: Why, where does my base salary have anything to do with it? Well, here's why. Let's say you and I sign a contract, right? And in that contract, we agree to four things. And uh, if, and if you're suing me for not, for like a um, defaulting on the contract, right? Or breach of contract, right? What I'm going to do in response is outline all four of those things. I paid you your money I, at this time. I did say, this. Sorry, say, that, say that one more time. So I paid you your money. Right, right? okay. And, and and the reason why we have, the reason why I'd have to ex- um, specifically outline how much I paid you is to further my point of the fact that, that I if you say, upheld if you my say, end of the if contract. If you
0: say the words, I paid you your base salary, that's this, you're you're getting the same effect without actually putting my business out there on Front Street. There's no reason for you to. There, 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 yeah. that doesn't so, that doesn't make a okay, difference. Let, let
1: me finish here, right? So again, uh, I'm just gonna boil it down to like three things, right? Your base salary is twenty million dollars. Um you will also get like five percent of revenue for the film of in the event of a theatrical release. Or you get five percent of revenue for the film and we'll do a theatrical release, right? Let us say those are the, the three agreements. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in, if you're suing me for breach of contract when we go to court, I'm gonna outline those three things when we go I, to court i paid your base salary yeah uh you d- are gonna get five percent of revenue of the film mm-hmm. right and the only reason that the third uh uh section of the contract was not upheld was due to uh, you know the reason that the outline was due to COVID. so it is not that we you, breached uh, the contract
0: it but is the problem is you're saying a lot of things but none of that has to do with the thing that i'm talking about which is you can you can say you paid her her base salary without actually putting the number out there. There's literally no reason for you to put the number out there. Yeah, we can put the number out for what reason? In order to again
1: set the stage, set the tone of like
0: of what? Of, Who are you arguing? Of, with? Of, this isn't the this, isn't this the is this is this is Disney versus Scarlett Johansson. It's right? not like we're in the courtroom arguing when you're like judge. We paid her twenty million, right? You're you put out a statement. Yeah,
1: to you the also public. want to win the court of public opinion.
0: oh, it's yes and that is exactly my point is why are you making this the court of public opinion right if if news broke out that scarlett johansson is suing you why don't they just do the regular fucking company shit of saying there, there's like a weird like personal thing
1: because we've that. got more movies coming out we've got uh, uh but why would you then why would you want to burn the first of all you're going to have now you've created a
0: situation where now everybody else is going to be looking at this shit so the rock's about to be looking at this shit like Bitch, you guys might owe me some goddamn money. Um, Emily Blunt might be looking at this, shit like, you guys owe me some money. Uh, there's been rumors that, um, uh, uh Emma, uh, what's her name, Emma Stone mm-hmm. uh, for Cruella, she's going to be looking at this shit now, like, hmm, I don't know, maybe. So, I mean, why would you want to make it this kind of ugly? Yeah, why not try to just tamper down the flames?
1: Because again, it is defense, right? If so you're, you're not in the courtroom, yeah. how is it defense? Who, uh, get, the, the defense in the courtroom and in the court of public opinion. In, so I, okay, anyways, so we, Disney we, we needs we to, to this. D- it, what Disney is doing is they're saying like, hey, we in all uh, in every little detail of the contract, we upheld every, everything that we agreed to, except the one thing for this right. reason. And, and
0: all I'm saying is that you can do that without actually putting your numbers out there because putting your numbers out there makes it personal. Now, now somebody you got sue me, ride. you made it personal. We won't air it out. It's, I sue the company because they have, we, the company always we, Anyways, bah, here, bah, bah, we don't air it out. That's fair enough. Here's the reason why Disney's wrong in this situation, right? It's different it, using the, this this idea of force majeure, right? Because that's basically what they're going to try to say. It's basically like an act of God. That and and that's how a lot of contracts have this language in it. That like, look, if something goes down, we can't, like, say, fucking God just descends and is like, first things first, we're going to get rid of all these Black Widow movies, and there's like no copy of Black Widow left. We couldn't put out your movie. We can't we can't pay you if, we, especially like your percentage, if. Your movie just fucking got erased from the earth, right? We can't do anything about that, right? Okay, no problem. But in this case, they still put the movie out, right? So they still put the movie out both in theaters and on streaming. Now, the fact that they put it out in theaters, in theory goes, that that greatly reduced the theatrical percentage that, or not the percentage, but the amount that she was going to get, right? From from the film, had it just been put out in theaters, right? Where they're fucked up is that, okay, if we have a contract, and we say, OK, if um, we're going to put this movie out in theaters and I'm going to pay you a percentage of whatever the, the the movie does. Right. I can't put it on in theaters alone because I just know that it's just not the right time to, to you know, we're not going to get re- recoup enough money. So I'm like, OK, let me put that on the streaming as well. If I don't go back to you and then say, OK, either I'm going to give you a higher percentage of the streaming profits or I'm just going to cut you a check. Maybe I'll cut you. 30 mil, because that's, and she was expecting to get 70 mil, right? So you subtract her 20 mil for a base salary. She was expecting 50 mil, right? You give her, maybe not even 30 mil, maybe you give her another 20 mil on top of that, right? And say, look, this isn't the full amount, but this is something. This is what we're going to give you in compensation for the fact that we know we didn't put the movie out in theaters exclusively. That's amending the situation.
1: Now, question though, to- was, did, was the language in her contract, did it say she would get a percentage of only the theatrical release that's
0: really that's a really interesting question i'm not too sure but what i would have to assume is that she got probably either lower if not any percentage of the streaming because that
1: like because it's on disney's platform that they have like ownership yeah, and of and also so, this
0: was done back in like 2019 i think yeah is when they signed this contract which i don't even know if disney plus was like around so that was probably not as big of a part of it and also and but the real reason why it's fucked up is because she signed a contract thinking if if she knew that this was going to be like a possibility like a, a true legit and at that point but also, was, also, yeah.
1: also disney didn't know this was gonna no, happen No, no no
0: fair enough Exactly. Both parties didn't know. But when something happens, you have to adjust. Disney adjusted, right? And said, we're going to put this out on Disney Plus as well. Well, what the fuck is Scarlett Johansson going to do when she signed a contract back in 2019? She has no ability to adjust to the scenario at hand because she's
1: already signed the contract. So what you're saying is because Disney adjusted, Disney should have also had went back to Scarlett Johansson and said, All right, you know what? Due to like unforeseen circumstances, we've been forced to adjust. So in earnest, we are going to come to you and we're going to Correct. Uh, give you the opportunity to like renegotiate or the language. Do
0: something, whether it's points off the streaming or maybe we're just going to cut you a check for a, a smaller portion of what you would have got, but it's something. Then I think that that would have been the correct or or honorable thing to do, but when you don't give her anything and you just put it out and you're like, well, you get what you get. Well, then what the fuck do you expect her to so, her? do? So
1: my question is, if if I'm Disney, yeah, and, and if I'm being like honest with myself, and say I'm in charge of this thing, right? Would I have went back to Scarlett Johansson and say, hey, like, let's renegotiate the terms of your contract so that you earn closer to what you were expecting to earn?
0: Uh, Yeah, if if you but being a business person, this is where um, your business—not necessarily acumen, but business savvy has to take precedent over whatever is just going to maximize profit for the business. Cause sure. You could maximize or try to maximize. Yeah. I mean,
1: we know B- Disney doesn't need the money, right?
0: Well, they, that might not be true. They, they might, <laughs> because they, de- they fired like 32,000 people like last year. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, no, they, they they
1: mean the <laughs> way they were looking at it is cause they, they weren't, those people weren't going to be like working. They were going to be like paying them while the parks were closed due to COVID. So it's like, why would we keep that overhead? Right? Now granted, <laughs> Morally, not a good thing to do. If you're looking at just no, no, the no, numbers, I, no, it no, makes sense. That's just it. This
0: is where morality meets the business world because when you're just talking about strictly business, okay, sure, you you, you might be saying to correct that it's okay for business sense, no, we're not going to renegotiate your contract. You're going to get what you can get because this is what we've had to do with the movie because of COVID. But where the business meets the morality part about it is, is, okay. well, now you got a severely pissed off Scarlett Johansson, who's been a part of your fucking Marvel films for the past decade or so. Right. That's she's a staple when it comes to to Disney. So not only are you ruining that relationship, but now you're setting the precedent for everybody else who's gotten fucked on this in this situation that, oh, look what Scar Jo's doing. Yeah, y'all fucked me up. Uh, Emma Stone's like, y'all, y'all got me fucked up. Y'all think I'm just gonna roll over for this shit? Fuck that. So 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 now not only are you gonna have a case, it it's it's like um so when Nolan and Nolan basically is not doing business with WB anymore, right? Because of how they've handled this whole streaming situation where they're like, we're sending all the movies to, to streaming. Nolan was like, All right, I'm I'm out of here. That's You just lost Christopher Nolan, right? So you just burned a bridge when you didn't really have to, right? Like there there was nothing forcing you to do that because you just wanted to maximize profit. Well, now you've pissed everybody
1: off. So, and I know you're going to say some joke that's funny. And, but I'm, I'm, I didn't even have a joke. All I'm going to say is Disney, uh, sorry, I'm busy. Disney. (laughs) (laughs) So again, uh, trying not to take any sides here, just looking at this thing objectively, if there's a contract in place and unforeseen circumstances circumstances happen, which I'm sure is in the language of that contract, like, Disney's probably like, we didn't know COVID was going to happen. You didn't know COVID was going to happen. There was no way for us to like have planned this thing ahead of time. COVID happened. Because of that, we moved this thing to streaming. Like, we didn't, we, we're not trying to fuck you out of your money. We, but they, but they actually are. Because, how? They, because no. they, no, no,
0: be, for one, because they could have, they could have held, still held off the release of the film if they knew
1: that they're going to release it. They on did. The, didn't no, they no, push no, no, this movie back three no. times? They, they, they've moved that plenty of times. They moved a lot of, so back they of tried to push the movie back mm-hmm. far enough to where they could do a theatrical release, which they did. It just wasn't to this, it just wasn't theaters exactly. only.
0: So, so again, I'm not saying Disney's wrong for doing what they did. What's wrong is that they didn't fucking go back to the table with her and say, "Hey, here's how we're gonna make things right with you." It's it's like if you have employees, dude, and something fucking crazy happens uh, to the to 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 the ability for for you to like pay them or whatever. It's like not going back, even though you they all they've all signed contracts to be like, "Hey, we're working with you for this long, and we're gonna do such and such things." Sure, you can be like, "No, you signed a contract, so therefore, but." okay well now i'm fucking up that relationship and also i might actually lose right disney's gonna have to pay money to her one way or another that's how this is that's how this story ends whether it's through uh actual like they're actually going to go to to trial or if they go through litigation or um, arbitration they're going to end up paying her money one way or another right It's just going to be a, a matter of how much are they going
1: to maybe or maybe disney maybe like the the the, the judge rules in Disney's favor. No, there, there's a contract in place due to unforeseen circumstances, COVID. Um, this had to be moved to
0: No, absolutely to split. not. Because, and you, do you know why? Because they have actual, like, emails uh, from Disney that Disney was, was like, yeah, well, we'll figure something out. And then they just never did.
1: <laughs> no, the, the figuring it out was a part theatrical release, a part streaming release. No, no, anyway. I, in terms of What's your so so here's a conversation contract versus morality right no it's it's not contract versus
0: morality you keep saying that but that's that's the incorrect way of um, what is okay
1: in just a few words tell me what this thing boils down to
0: uh it it boils down to when an alteration happens uh such as like something goes haywire with a contract where you're not able to necessarily honor your side of the contract or do certain things as the contract's sort of written out then if you adjust then you have to adjust the, the side for the other person as well it's not it's not kosher to just adjust your side and be like oh you're just you're still bound to the same
1: does the contract, contract. state that huh does the contract state that state what that if we make an adjustment are and due to unforeseen circumstances we then have to renegotiate the entire contract
0: that's why there's this whole argument about whether it's, uh, it, it's about theatrical release is the same as exclusive theatrical release right because if if it's exclusive theatrical release then it's just like yeah you guys fucked up in a major way but if it just says theatrical release but you've already you've already have 20 other films that you've only released in theaters uh this is the, the first marvel movie that's been released and why uh, was it
1: both. released on both? No, because
0: I'm not saying you're. Dude, uh, again, and then and on top of that, and on top of that, with their statement, what they said, and they made it personal because with what they said, they said, "Um, oh, it's disgusting how Scarlett Johansson is trying to take advantage of the si- situation with COVID, and like a lot of people are like hurting and shit like that." It's like, what the fuck does that have to do with? I- I'm not saying that COVID doesn't have anything to do with the situation. Clearly, it does, right? I heard something. Is because
1: like, if they were to do a theatrical release only, right? What? that would be asking people to I'm do not, I'm is that, hey you're if, you, you're if you really really want to see this movie you have Who's to go to arguing theaters against that so i'm not arguing against so what you're saying. i don't even know
0: what you're arguing i just i just told you Dude, that, so, that if, if if they change whatever what they're part of the agreement right that hey we're going to run this thing theatrically then they don't run it theatrically or they, they they partly do and if you know if you run it theatrically that's going to affect sure or if you if you if you run it on sh- streaming services that's going to affect some part of the theatrical release um, then you're changing the tenets of what the uh, agreement says.
1: Sure. Unless the agreement says that um, we will do this thing in the event that like there is no unforeseen circumstance which prevents us from doing that thing. But it right? didn't.
0: They still released it in theaters.
1: So, but they were like, they were forced to adjust. Why? Because of COVID. What's the, That what's was the unforeseen say that, circumstance. Say that, say that sweet word for me again. So, being forced to adjust ah. is not the same as, like, you... Uh, it, let, if, if they are forced to adjust, then how come they didn't adjust her side of it? Let's say my house floods. So we, Let's say I, I agree to, like, you know, uh, let, you, let you host your wedding at my house because I have a huge, beautiful backyard, right? And then my house and backyard floods. So, I moved the wedding to the house across the street or something like that. Um, b- with the same big, beautiful backyard. Everything else is the same. Instead of it being here, it's just over there. Mm-hmm. Like, do... But, but, do, I, but, ha- but, do we have to renegotiate not, that's not, that's the entire terms of the contract
0: that's not a comparable scenario because it's as if uh say if you hired me to do your wedding right and something um something with that wedding change some some big catastrophic thing happened with that wedding wedding where it's going to change not necessarily the work that i did but it's going to change what i'm going to get paid on the back end yes absolutely i would want that i would want a need for that contract to be amended because whatever crazy thing that happened um if you adjusted your side of it, meaning that you you went through whatever changes you're going to have to go through, then that changes my side of it too, right? It, because that, that's like fucked up. It's like saying like, okay, say, say Scarlett Johansson, say something happened with her, right? Say she, uh, I don't know, she got pregnant at, at the start of uh, production for or sometime before uh, shooting for Black Widow. And then she shows up pregnant on set one day. They'd be like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Like, this wasn't a part of the contract. You said you're going to show up on this certain date and do this certain fucking thing. But if Scarlett Johansson shows up pregnant um, and they can't explain that story-wise, then they're fucked, right? And they would rightfully probably sue Scarlett Johansson, either sue her or amend her contract or amend something in the scenario where they can make it work for both of them, right? But if 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 that's how they're going to act with her, then how come they can't act the same
1: way?" Um, so what we're talking about is a bunch of like. Disney should have done this. They should do that. Yes, exactly. In, 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 out of kindness and earnest and and morality. There's nothing from from what I'm hearing and seeing. There's nothing in the contract itself that says that. There's nothing that says that Disney breached the actual contract. For
0: one, that's not true
1: uh, because
0: that's literally why they're going. Uh, why, why she's suing them, right? It's because they actually do believe that it's actually
1: in the contract. Uh, sure, I mean, yeah, you file the lawsuit. If you believe that con- there was a breach of contract, you file the lawsuit. Wait, so you, what's you, making you, you
0: say that it, there's nothing in the contract? I guess that maybe
1: that's- that Again, it's we neither of us know what's actually in the contract, right? Yeah, what, so, what, why, so I, I was confused as to why- What I'm saying that is, that like, contract. usually contracts like these have the language in it, and I think you said the words earlier, like, uh, like un- unforeseen out, circumstances. <laughs> I, I think yeah. that's a good enough language. Sure. Unforeseen circumstances. Sure i think covid is that unforeseen circumstances no, it's, it's, so we were adjust do, not do because like, disney I, was forced to adjust not because they wanted to but because they had to and that is not breaching the contract one more minute each on this and then we gotta go. yeah we waited. Um, i gotta get the fuck out of here yeah. uh, after we have this um this 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 battle so let's one yeah. more minute you could have the last word
0: okay um but I, I feel like that that's what that's the part of it that you're 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 missing is is that nobody's saying that they, they, sh- they didn't have to adjust things, right? That's, th- that's not what they're arguing, right? What they're arguing is that if you had to adjust things, then if you adjust things on your end, and that's going to fuck up my money on the back end, I had no, I didn't sit in the fucking room and make that decision, right? You made that decision, right? So if you do that, then you have to come back to the table with me and say, here's how things are going to adjust on, on your end. That especially if the previous, if we have precedent on our side, that's what she, that that's the thing that she has going for her is precedent. She has, 20 some odd movies that have gotten exclusive theatrical releases, right? In theaters, right? I understand COVID happened and they had to adjust. I get that, right? But if she, once she signed that contract back in like 2019, she didn't know COVID was a thing. Disney didn't know COVID was a thing, right? So if they can adjust, right? The the, the contract on their end and say, okay, well, shit, we're going to have to do streaming and theaters uh, in this scenario. Then they have to adjust her accordingly, especially if she signed the contract th- thinking that, the reason why I'm going to take the points on the on the back end is because I stand to make a lot of money because when this gets released, it's going to because of all the films we already did. I know I have a reason reasonable expectation of what I'm going to get. Uh, get if not, I would have just taken the money off top. I would have taken fifty mil off top to do this movie. Right. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, that was a preview of how badly I'm going to beat him down in this in this uh this this battle. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've been doing this. Uh, this tournament greatest show of all time right uh and uh we we did we did it last week we talked about the office and game of thrones now if everybody wasn't there to witness the beat down that was uh my thorough thrashing of a reign in this uh in this battle uh between game of thrones and the office for uh the first round of the great show of all time go back and watch that from last week okay this week, we've got two other shows that are fucking stalwarts in their, in their own right. Uh, two shows that defined generations for, 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 in, in their own respects for, uh, for TV, right? Uh, TV shows. This week, we have Friends and we have Mad Men squaring off first round. We had flipped a coin. Arane gets Mad Men. I get Friends. Now, for those who've heard me talk a lot of shit about Friends, this is a little awkward now <laughs> because I've talked mad shit about that that show. But I'm going to win nonetheless because that's what I do. I, I don't, I don't, I don't lose too many debates. Certainly won't tonight. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Uh, let, let, let me let me get the let me get the bells in here. All right. So uh, as with last week, we have uh, four categories. Um, so the first three. Are uh, the first three are, are going to carry from show to show, but then the last one is a wild card where we're just going to kind of decide that kind of uh, week to week what what that what that category is going to be. So the categories are acting, character development, overall story, and then the wild card. This week our wild card is, and you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, uh, the most successful actor post show or you know
1: i I would say like the uh, the show with the better overall cast cast careers uh, careers post post show post show
0: okay um so so yeah look uh i did the honors last week uh in oh actually no you you went first last week right i went first last week last week okay so i'll I'll go first this week uh starting off with our acting we get two minutes per round um to argue or to, to make our case so let me let me cue this uh Timer up here. Um, so yeah. Okay. So when the bell goes off, we are off to the races, and we shall go. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, the first category is acting. Um, look, I, I think this is very simple, right? Um, the the reason why people love friends so much. Isn't at all because of the storylines, right? It's it's not because of the 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 story of why people love friends. The people love friends because of the characters, right? So when you talk about acting, um, these 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 actors and actresses: Lisa Kudrow, uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston, um, David Schwimmer, Matthew Perry, Matt LeBlanc, right? They bar- they all brought something very special to their characters, so much that people just uh, they don't even really like they've had really successful careers post friends but everybody knows them so much so that we just did a friends 10-year reunion and everybody fucking lost their shit about it right that's because they love these characters they love the 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 people that portray these characters and there's only only lisa kudrow could be phoebe woofay right only uh uh courtney cox could be monica geller only jennifer aniston could be um uh rachel green right um so much so that we, we just have so many memorable uh, aspects to the characters, right? Like Phoebe with Smelly Cat, right? Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat, right? Everybody fucking remembers that shit, right? Um, uh, they remember uh, Chandler's sarcasm with how he would, uh, uh, could you be any more annoying? You know, uh, everybody remembers Chandler for that, right? Uh, Joey, how you doing? Right? That's where that came from, right? Is, 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 is Joey. Um... And so, uh, and, you, and you have other things, too, like, uh, you know, Monica's OCD, right? Uh, they found these characters so convincing and compelling because they reminded them, uh, uh, people, the characters remind people of themselves, right? And it's the actors and actresses that, that do this. So uh, with that, I yield uh, uh, to you, my friend.
1: All right. Do I go at the bell? You go at the bell. All right. One
0: sec to cue it up.
1: So, I mean, first of all, let's let's just kind of run through the cast. Let's let's familiarize ourselves with some of these names here, right? John Hamm. Well, I, who,
0: you state your show, guy.
1: Oh, sorry. Well, I thought we already did that. So, Mad Men. Let's talk about why Mad Men is the better show when we're comparing it against Friends, right? I want to start with this cast here: John Hamm. Uh, who plays Don Draper, Elizabeth Moss, who plays Peggy Olson, Vincent Kraftscheiser, January Jones, John Staddy, Rich Summer, Christina Hendricks, stellar cast. But what makes Mad Men the better show in this case is what it manages to do, right? it is it's charming it's witty it's funny it's set in this air and time in which like we shouldn't get the charm and the wit that we get from a show like this but it it manages to do all of those things it's funny it's exciting it's a thrill ride and and you get these like Characters. Now, I'm not going to say you're going to love these characters as much as you're going to love Friends, right? Because Friends is a comedy. It is easier to, uh, to, to, to be thrilled by a comedy, right? The laughs, the funny moments, the, those funny, memorable characters. But real stories always elevate higher than comics, right? I think some of the shows we love the most, Game of Thrones, um, uh, what are some of the other shows that we talked about last week? I I forget the other one. Game of Thrones, uh, uh, the fucking... the, well, no, not The Office. Uh, uh, you, I'm the losing office. time here. I'm losing time here. Uh, <laughs> Breaking Bad. Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. <laughs> these these movies or these shows that tell like real stories, have real characters, have like real moments where there's politics, love, hate, uh envy, jealousy, these great stories, right? Those always elevate above comedies because comedies is just like a cheap laugh, right? And we got a lot of that in Friends. What we got from Mad Men was real stories, real growth, real development, and these really great cast of people who just put this magic into the show.
0: Right. Uh, Not sure what any of that had to do with the acting, but okay, fair enough. If that's what you want to go with. (laughs) Uh, uh, All right, let's move on to our next uh, next uh, category here. Um, So here we have uh, character development. Okay. Uh, So. uh, Okay. Look, when we talk about character development, look, I could run through the entire cast and and go through how all of them has some sort of character development, right? But in in all honesty, I don't think, honestly, everybody on Friends had a lot of great character development. But the one person that they did have a tremendous amount of character development for, I think is the, she's sort of the archetype for character development. That's uh, Jennifer Aniston's Rachel Green. Um, I think she is literally just like the prototypical uh, display of character development she goes from being sort of this this prissy um self-absorbed uh, uh, she's pretty much unconcerned with like anybody else right other than herself to flash forward to the end of the show where she's this loving caring mother uh, who's a, a career oriented person um, and she can provide for herself but she also finds time to love and care for other people not only did she care about her friends but she she also you know her and Ross ended up together right? Um, so I think it's clearly displayed through from the beginning to the end of the show um, that uh, and and when we talk about character development, right? And we talked about this last week. One, you're basically just talking about change in this in, in in this situation, right? You're 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 looking for how much has that person changed from the beginning of the thing to the end of the thing, right? Um, or, or what are the actions that they take? Uh, how does how does just show progression through the character's development? um And and it was like a big thing when Rachel got hired by Ralph Lauren, right? She goes from working at a as a barista in the in the coffee house to uh, to being a, a buyer for Ralph Lauren, and then she ends up becoming this sort of like fashionista, you know. um This is all about character development, you know. And I think that not everybody on Friends had I think great character development, but she had the most. Uh, uh, um, archetypal um, character development uh, for for the show. I need it. All right. Uh, Let me know when you're ready and I'll
1: read them though. Ready. Great. So unlike Friends where one character had a a little bit of development because she got a Cool job. Let's talk about like real characters, real people, and real growth. Um, f- what I really want to focus on is what I think are the more important characters, the female led uh, female characters who went through like the most growth throughout Mad Men. Uh, Elizabeth Moss' character, who plays Peggy o- uh, Olson, right? She starts off as this like assistant, like this like kind of like intern. This you know she's answering phones, getting coffee. She's in this male dominated world where she's this girl who she's supposed to play a certain role. You're supposed to be an assistant, you're supposed to answer phones, look pretty, you know, come into our offices when we call you. Um, you don't get invited to the meetings with the executives and the clients, none of that. Over the course of the show, we see her take on this this confidence, right? You know, like I'm not going to continue to just sit here and uh, you know take orders. I'm going to start to lead. So we see her go from this like shy, quiet character who then becomes a contributor within the agency that they work for, right? And not only a contributor, one of their biggest uh, like creative assets, right? And then we see her when Don Draper and, and a few of the people in this office leave and they go create their own agency. We see her go from again that shy, quiet assistant to this uh, executive partner within this company. So, I mean, her progression was insane. And she also had really great possession personally with her relationships outside of the office. We saw the same thing with uh, um, Christina Hendricks' character, Joan Harris, where she goes from being just this office manager to now uh, being, you know, a, a a female partner and executive in this male dominated industry right um so we see a lot of growth in in you know these female characters that are were supposed to play a role supposed to answer phones and get us coffee, but now these women have evolved personally and professionally into being these executives again in this male dominated field. I haven't even started to talk about Dr- don Draper this this you know drunk lustful man who goes from being this uh, cheating husband to uh, label executive and and you know, cheating less one man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little overtime there. Okay, well on, hold on. One second. Yeah. It's like ten. <laughs> uh, all right, the next category is uh, overall story. Um, so look, um you can't judge a sitcom by its overall story, because well, let's be honest, most sitcoms overall story is probably trash, right? Like I defy anybody to name a sitcom that had a great overall story. Right. So starting off from that position, um, I'm not looking when you look at a sitcom, you don't necessarily look for the overall story so much as what did they do best or what did they do great. Now, look, there are a lot of different types of uh, plot devices that you can use in a in a sitcom. Right. to, to make it work. Uh, one of the uh, one of the best uh, uh, things that happen in Friends Honestly, and and this this plot device has been used on literally like every like sitcom, right? Is will they, won't they, right? They usually have two characters, two of the more popular characters on the show. Um, They they usually have them be in some sort of situation where you don't know. Oh my gosh, is it going to work out between them, or is it not going to work out between them, right? Um, I think uh, from what I understand, back in Cheers was like kind of like the between. I think it was like Diane and I forget what the um, uh, the dude's name was, but uh, but but they sort of had like the first sort of will they or won't they scenario. Friends perfected it. There is no better show known for anything than Friends being known for will they or won't they. Literally, when you say that phrase, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is Friends. Will Ross and Rachel get back together or, or or won't they? And that that was something that they flirted with throughout the entirety of the series. It was pretty hot in the first two seasons of the show and then picked up steam towards the end of the show. Um, I think that's worth more when you, especially when looking at a sitcom than trying to look at the overall story, because that's just the nature of the actual thing itself is that you're just not going to get a great overall story with uh, something like friends, which is a, which is a sitcom. I'm
1: I'm ready. Whenever you are. So unlike friends, characters matter. Character development matters, right? We wanna see these characters in these shows grow. We wanna be able to relate to them, right? As we, as the audience grow personally and professionally, we love to watch shows where we get to see growth in the characters that we love, right? And story does matter in friends it's really just uh, following these people around new york city and like you know keeping up with their friendship and like, at the end of the day that's will they won't they that's really all it boils down to what we get from mad men is a series that uh you know has really deep personal story that i feel like a lot of people can relate to um you know chasing your dreams, being ambitious, you know, going from being a female in in this corporate-led male-dominated world to, like, carving your lane, carving out your place, saying that, like, I'm here, I've arrived, and, and like, this is what I have to offer, this is what I bring to the table. We got that in Peggy Olsen, we got that in Christina Hendricks, um, uh, Christina Hendricks' character, we got that in Don Draper, right? We, this 1960s ad agency with these these creative interesting characters and there's like a lot of really rich story behind it right and i love the setting of this it's like the 1960s and one of the most creative times in ad or in, in in marketing right so story matters and in mad men we get far more of that than we got in friends and character development great costume design i mean there's just so much here i yield the rest of my time okay um Let's move on to our last
0: category, which is the wild card, uh, and we, we're going to have like post show careers. We're going to we're going to line the tape up and uh, and see who had the better uh, of uh, of the two as far as like their the the, the post show right. Look, uh, <coughs> look. Um, I'm not even sure if this is a contest because. Uh, Look, I, I know I'm. I'm gonna pull an eight mile here. I know what you're gonna say, right? Elizabeth Moss and John Hamm, right? There's not. I, mean, I guess you could say Christina Hendricks a little bit, right? But those are the two that you're gonna point out. The entire cast of Friends had a great post show career, but not only that, they had a great uh, uh, career within the show, right? So while they were doing Friends, while they were still shooting, they still had great careers, okay? Look, I'm just gonna list off just, I'm I'm gonna list off the facts here. Jennifer Aniston, morning show, cake, uh, the breakup, one of the best, Breakup films ever made. Uh, I, I might add, with incredible Vince Vaughn, and it wasn't like oh Vince Vaughn and then Jennifer Aniston. It was they both top billed that 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 movie. Marley and Me. He's just not that into you. Horrible bosses and then horrible bosses is a series, right? She does a fantastic job with that. Matt LeBlanc episodes going on six seasons, uh, or maybe I think it's canceled now, but not canceled, but it ended now, um, man with a plan, four seasons, uh, Lisa Kutcher and and just the past two or three seasons is a task for any show, right? So let alone to get six and four out of two different shows post your, your, your friend's career. Uh, yeah, I forgot to, uh, to, to, put up a few shot there. Um, uh, that's why we need you here. Addy um but anyways uh <laughs> uh lisa kudrow um uh who had the comeback uh Courtney cox who had cougar town uh as well as she's you know while she was shooting friends she had the scream series right uh which was and she's about to do scream five uh right now um and i think she's even uh executive producing that one um david schwimmer um he's probably the least of all of them but he even still had a, a great post friends career more more recently with the people versus oj simpson in which he played uh, robert Car- uh, kardashian uh and matthew perry the odd couple the whole nine yard series fools russian need i say more i yield
1: ready to go all right so let's be honest the friends cast um Really, nobody else other than uh, uh, the blonde one had like a a, a decent movie career. And let's be real. Jennifer Aniston, she doesn't make great movies. I wouldn't particularly say she's a great actress, but, you know, um, looks great. So let's talk about John Hamm. (laughs) You've seen The Town. I've seen The Town. We've all seen The Town. Phenomenal movie. Uh, these guys aren't fucking around yet. We're not fucking around either right? You remember that line. We loved him in that movie. We loved him in Tag. Uh, he's going to be in the new Top Gun Maverick movie. Uh, the great thing about John is he can play those serious roles. He can play Don Draper in Mad Men, but he could also, you know, make appearances in uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. He can be in Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was in the Richard Jewell film, many Saturday uh, Night Live appearances, Good Omens, The Report. I mean, he has so much versatility. It's insane. Uh, let's talk about versatile. Elizabeth Moss, uh, who played Peggy O. And um, I mean, one of your favorite shows, The Handmaid's Tale. She is the let's, lead of that show. Let's pump our um, The Invisible Man. It. I'm not sure if you've seen that movie. Great film. She had a short uh, uh appearance in the movie Us um by Jordan Peel. I think she was great in that movie, too. Uh, she's had a lot of other uh smaller roles here along the way, too, but I, I think it's fair to say that she's had a stellar career post-Madmen. And I'm just gonna highlight one other uh uh, Christina Hendricks who played um, I forget what her fucking character's name was in Mad Men but uh, she's been in a lot of really great things Damn, uh, Good Girls uh, Toy Story 4 uh, she was in Candy Jar Robot Chicken she has versatility and that's really what the Mad Men cast had versatility and some really great follow up projects uh, that didn't just like play off of their characters from mm. Mad Men or play off of their characters from Friends as yours did but mm. they were able to do standalone movies and shows that really showed that post Mad Men they have versatility (sighs) okay I think it's uh,
0: Uh, I don't know I I think it's clear uh, I I think
1: I got the W Uh, but uh, let's be real you even admitted that your show your characters had no character development you admitted that your show had no real storyline and the only character or actor or actress from your show that had like a great career is Jennifer Anderson. I mean I think this is a no, I, I think I, I ran through the
0: tape. Um, what well, my point was, is post-show, we're, we're looking at the entire cast. We're not looking... At, there's 8,000 people on Mad Men. Two, maybe three of those people had Decent careers, and I would argue John Hamm has not had the career that you would have thought John Hamm would have. After leading a series for about seven seasons, he has not had the type of career where you would expect a, 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 a leading man of that nature say to have. You. What's <laughs> different about Friends to me is Friends was an ensemble cast, right? Everybody had equal billing, you know, at least to. to uh, I don't know. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know what their checks to say, but uh, from what I understand, they, they all had equal billing. They all have equally. Successful careers. They've all done a lot of things post Friends career, um, but uh, anyways, uh, I think it's up. To, it's not up to us anymore. We've argued our points. We made the 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 uh, the points that we want to make. Uh, it is up to the audience. Uh, you guys tell us what. Uh, what you think about, um, the, you know, whether Friends uh, wins in this case or, or Mad Men wins in, in this case, uh, who moves on to the uh, the second round here? Uh, only, you know, because it's based on what the audience says uh, along with Sergio and 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 uh, and Addy uh, with that being said we need to get the fuck out of here I don't even have time for the pleasantries anymore it's we are way way, way past over time. time here so I'm just going to go ahead and cue up the music here uh, ladies and gentlemen thanks for rocking with us we appreciate you but uh, yeah uh, come back next week we'll be here same time same place uh, until then ladies and gentlemen uh, we are indeed going to hit the very usual protocol paid out Ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Friends 1. I just want to get the last plug-in. You know, you just keep saying it over and over and then just get programmed. Friends 1. madman.